On this very long Tasty Cast, we discuss October's game releases. We talk about games we've been playing for like the last three weeks, including Far Cry 6, Battlefield 2042, and we have a long in-depth discussion on New World, so stay tuned for that if you're curious about our opinions on that. We also watch videos of Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, Earth Defense Force 6 from the Tokyo Tokyo Game Show, and we uh, lament the loss of all the brands Ubisoft owns when we watch Ghost Recon Frontline, the new Battle Royale from Ubisoft, bastardizing uh, another franchise that i loved so much so stay tuned for that and uh yeah we're in a new month so make sure to download and play hell let loose mortal kombat x and pga tour 2k21 all offer for free on playstation plus make sure to download play those come back at the end of the month for plus club let us know what we thought of those games and we will let you know what we thought of them and our game of the month picked by you guys is grand theft auto online we will be playing that this month and talking about it at the end of the month for game of the month so come back for that as well we have a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have a patreon if you'd like to support this channel even more than liking commenting sharing subscribing if you're brand new let's get in taste cast let's have this long conversation What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 149 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about random things gaming. My name's Seth, and of course, joining me today is Chevy. Chris cannot make it because of life stuff, but when he comes back, we will talk to him and catch up on some stuff that we talked about last month for Plus Club and Game of the Month. Um, Chevy, we have been playing a lot of games lately. Um, At so least we since we've recorded, we've got yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Our what we've been playing discussion, I think, is going to be a lot longer than normal, considering we've both played New World. I've been playing Far Cry Six. I played the Battlefield Twenty Forty Two Beta, and we both played um, Final Fantasy Origins. So is that what it's called? Origin? Stranger in Paradise. Stranger in Paradise. I hate that name. Um, but we are going to talk about that. You excited to have this conversation? Yeah, sure. Super excited. <laughs> Excitement is my middle name. Going fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm excited because this is the first time in weeks that I have all my energy back. I'm feeling good. And uh, I'm ready to get videos coming out again because it's been a fucking, it's been a long stall and it's not been uh, very fun. So um, this is the first taste cast of this month. So we're going to start this episode off with uh, game releases. Typically, we start off with what we've been playing. We'll get to that in a sec. But we're going to talk about games that have come out and that are coming out this month. This is via thegamer.com. It was updated three days ago, so it should be fairly accurate. We're going to go through this. We're going to talk about our hype on the games that are coming out this month and talk about our not hype for other games, possibly. Um, all right, so let's get into this. October 1st, we got FIFA 22 that came came out on October 1st uh, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series and PC. On October 5th, Alan Wake Remastered came out. I completely forgot already. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Also on October 5th, we got Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, which is getting like sevens and eights. 
Very interesting to see. Uh, came out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and Switch and PC. So everything. Everyone, yeah. everyone got that one. Uh, makes sense. Uh, October 5th also. A lot of October 5ths here. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which I've been seeing a lot on everywhere. It's really interesting. Came out on Switch, of course. Also on October 5th, we got Jet the Far Shore on PS4 and PS5. Um, October 5th as well, we got Lego Marvel Superheroes on Switch. October 6th, we got Art of Rally on PS4 and PS5. Never heard of it. October 7th, Far Cry 6 came out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. October 8th, we got Metroid Dread on Switch, which I've been hearing nothing but stellar things about. October 8th, we also got Tetris Effect Connected on Switch. October 12th, which is technically today... Back for Blood's finally out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. And then also we got Disco Elysium coming out today, October 12th, on Xbox One, Xbox Series, and Switch. October 14th, we got Jackbox Party Pack 8. Oh, man. What? PS4, a little revealing. PS4, PS5, <laughs> Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. So pretty much everything. And then we got on October 15th, Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Hinokami Chronicles on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. October 15th as well, we got Crisis Remastered Trilogy. Completely forgot that was coming out. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Switch, and PC. October 15th, the last October 15th game we got, NHL 22 on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series, Xbox Series, all the all the series. And then October 22, we get a little bit of a break. Then on 22nd, we got the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes finally coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and PC. Then on October 26th, we got Solar Ash coming out on PS4, PS5, PC. October 26th, we got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. That's already coming out. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, and Switch, and PC. That's coming out on Switch. Guess so. That's interesting. I'm, I'm just fucking... It's been a couple weeks. I'm finding things out. <laughs> October 28th, we got Age of Empires 4 on PC. Uh, also on the 28th, we got Riders Republic coming out on PS4, PS5, Xbox One series, Xbox series, and PC. And then finally, we finish it off with October 29th, Mario Party All or Superstars coming out on Switch. Chevy, what games calling to you and what's not so much? Um. This was more of just kind of like a, uh, you had kind of brought up that it's being talked highly of, um, but you brought up Metroid Dread. I'm not a, a Metroid fan, but I have heard nothing but great things. I've also heard the, the difficulty curve is actually pretty pretty high on that one. So People are loving it. Yeah, I've uh, I've seen nothing but good things on it, for yeah. sure. So um, if you're a Metroid fan, um, I, yeah. This, this one's for you. It's probably a good one to pick up. You're probably playing it. Yeah. Um, I am interested in Back for Blood, but I am not in a rush for it. We will we'll see. If enough people are, are playing it, I, I can, I'll probably be pretty tempted. But um, I already know five people who are going to be playing it. I just really have things I want to play. So fucking tell me about um, it. A Jackbox. I mean, we love that around here. So um, in fact, I think in celebration of us being back and healthy, we should do some kind of community stream with Jackbox Party Pack 8 soon. Sure. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm down. Um, as much as I love uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba or Demon Slayer, whichever phrasing you prefer, um, anime games usually don't do it for me. So, um, uh, based off anime. So is that the name in Japanese? Yeah. 
Okay, because when I read it, I saw you nod. I'm like, do you know what that is? But yeah, well, I, I also I was like, you you were kind of like being like you know breaking it down as you're speaking, yeah, was, and I was sounding like, it out, <laughs> just kind of nodding along with you. So, um, let's see. Uh, scroll down for me, please. Age of Empires Four. I am very curious about, but I need I need to hear what people say. I'm not going to blindly buy that game. Yeah, I mean, just jumping <laughs> into that one. I'm my hype for an Age of Empires Four is yeah. is there, but did they nail it? Hopefully, it, it's looking like Age of Empires. Sure. So. Yeah. I just uh, I don't know. I I can't. Especially on something that's been gone for so long, it, it makes me a little nervous. Dude, yeah, always. MechWarrior 5, when that was being made, I was like, what? It's, it's all right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Mario Party Superstars, I am definitely curious about, but um, I barely played the last Mario Party, but that's also not a good like single-player game, and I don't really um, know too many people who play that game, so... Really? Yeah. I feel like everybody plays Mario Party. <laughs> Not in our gaming circle, apparently. True, because we don't really play it. Yeah. So, anything else? Oh, that's it for me. I'm going to pick up Alan Wake Remastered at some point, because I'm a huge Alan Wake fan. I love the original. I don't even think it needed a remaster, but um, I'd like to experience it like that. Um, I've seen a lot of people kind of urging people who haven't played Alan Wake that they don't necessarily need to pick up the remaster because I guess it's not that crazy different. Um, so, you know, figure that out on your own. But as a person who has beaten Alan Wake multiple times, I want to see what they did with the remaster. I think it's cool. They did that. It's a great game. I couldn't recommend it enough. Um, I'm not going to pick it up, but I'm curious about Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl because it's essentially Smash Bros. I've heard a couple people talk about it, but it's getting like decent reviews, which is cool to see because I feel like that's, a genre that smash bros created pretty much but also has like a lock on and some other people try to dabble in it nobody can really sony tried at one point too yeah they had a playstation all-stars yeah yeah um which was all right but it's it wasn't smash bros so anyway that's interesting i'm not gonna buy it but i'm curious about it i'm also curious about super monkey ball banana mania but i don't have the fucking time in my life to be playing super monkey ball so I'm not going to do that. But uh, if somebody really, really, really sold me on it, I, I mean, it's on Switch. I need more Switch games. Um, Jet the Far Shore. I need to watch reviews on that. I haven't heard anything about it since it released. It was a game I was super hyped on, and then my hype just fucking deflated as I saw more and more and more on the game, which is really weird. Typically, it's not. It doesn't go that direction. Uh, I already picked up Far Cry 6. I will be talking about it soon. Metroid Dread, you know, congratulations to everybody who's a Metroid fan. You got a new Metroid game, and I hear great things about it. I'm not the biggest Metroid fan. Don't kill me. Um, Back for Blood, already bought it. I played the beta. have not played the game yet, though. I will be playing it ASAP, maybe right after we're done filming. So that's already been picked up. Um, quick recommendation, check out Disco Elysium. It's a very interesting game and very <laughs> well made, so... Um, if you're curious about that game, just buy it. Um, Jackbox Party Pack 8 is, if there's one game on this list that has to be bought, it's that game. <laughs> so I'm going to be buying that ASAP. As is tradition. 
Yeah, I I own them all. I own them all twice. I got them on my PlayStation and my PC now. Yeah. So cause I just want to make sure if I ever want to play with friends, it's where I need it. Right. So uh, Crisis Remastered Trilogy, I'd like to see reviews on that. Um, I love the original Crisis. Crisis 2 is okay. I didn't really play 3 that much. Um, but getting a whole trilogy of them is pretty cool sounding. Um, and if it's at a fair price, I think it'd be neat to own them all. I was talking about this earlier today with somebody. Um we're talking about how Konami is like dabbling and possibly doing Castlevania, Metal Gear Solid, um, oh God, Silent Hill stuff, which does not excite me at all. People are like, oh, really? I'm like, dude, no, no, no. We, they're, they're not, they haven't proven shit yet. But if they didn't touch them, if they released a Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and Peace Walker collection or two collections that had all those games, I would buy them. Just putting that out there. Where's that at? Uh, Dark Picture, Pictures Anthology House of Ashes, I feel obligated to buy, which is weird because none of these games are like great, but they're really like campy mm. horror things, horror adventures that are things that are at the, even when they're like cheesy, they're fun to make fun of. Right. So, right. um, I kind of like playing through them, even if they're shit. Man and Medan literally melted my brain, but... Uh, I don't regret it. I'll never do it again, though. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm curious about as well. Uh, that's a game that I went from, I don't want to play it, to, and eh, looks all right. Age of Empires 4, I'm on the exact same page as you. Uh, if it gets good reviews and people are really fucking digging it and they're saying this is great and I see gameplay and it looks really good, I feel like I have to buy it because I love Age of Empires. It's one of my favorite RTSs of all time. Uh, Res Republic, I played the beta, and it was, it felt like a more casual and simplified steep. Like they're trying to get more people to play it, which makes sense. For sure. It was, it was kind of fun. I feel like I'd want to play with friends, but I don't know if I'm going to buy it. If I know people who are willing to buy it and play it with me, I might pick it up. But that's that's going to be a social game. I'm not buying that to just crack out on. And then Mario Party, you can buy and I can play it. Well, if I buy if you buy, because yeah. <laughs> uh, I like Mario Party, although Nintendo games piss me off because just the randomness, the randomness drives me insane because I'm like, oh, I'm fucking winning because I did this and the game Nintendo's like, no, you're not winning now because let's let this person win. And I'm like, OK, fuck, fuck. even fucking Mario Kart. I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm racing so good, though. I do know some people who know how to handle I not know personally. I've seen people who can handle those RNG elements. Um, stupid. Well. Oh, I'm sure those people are like super high skilled, but yeah. like I just remember one time we had like, five, we had like nine or 10 people over one time. And like, I was just on my shit, but every once in a while, everyone was fucking launch everything at me. And I'm like, Oh my God. I yeah. Yeah. It's incarnate. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> so anyway, I'm pretty much buying every game coming out this month. Um, which sucks because, uh, between you and me and everyone else watching, uh, I'm going to focus on Far Cry 6 and Back for Blood. Everything else is secondary. Though, we haven't planned it yet. I would like to do a community stream with Jackbox. Yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. We haven't done that in a little bit. And it's brand new, and I'm not going to play it by myself. So, um, 
Yeah. On that, uh, nothing else to really report here. So let us know in the comments, what do you guys think about the games coming out in October? Have you already picked up some games? Are you planning on picking up anything? Is there anything you would recommend us play? Is there anything you'd recommend us not play? Maybe you played Metroid Dread and you're the one person on the planet that's like, this game's not fucking good. Stop praising it. Let me know in the comments. Uh, have you played Alan Wake Remastered? Let me know if I should pick that up. And is, has anybody in this community played Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? Um, I'd be curious to know about that as well. Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Okay, so we're going to talk about what we've been playing. we got a lot of games that we've been playing. Is your list big? Um, I cut a lot of the fat of things that I would just be relaying that I played but not really worth discussing. And it's still pretty big. I, honestly, there's only two games I probably have a lot to say on, and the same ones you played. So, okay. Uh, um, yeah, I have a lot of easy ones. I'm gonna jump in first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the games I can't talk about for channel reasons, but the games I've played, I have already played Mortal Kombat X quite a bit. That one's really easy to hop into. I've barely played Hell Let Loose, but I played a little bit. So, um, we will talk about that at the end of the month for Plus Club. And also, I've played PGA Tour uh, 2K21 um, a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean I played the tutorial so far. Um, so I, I have an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think while we're planning gaming nights, I think we should uh, plan a, a golf night and just have a few beers or something <laughs> sure yeah i mean golf, golf would be real chill um we already have a couple people in the community who are just sitting around playing it already sure, so play too. yeah um i wonder how many people can play but uh i i figure we should plan a night where we play golf but also because i've already played hell at loose on pc we should probably play it together as well yeah i don't even know what the game is so world war, world war ii but like battlefield but more hardcore like oh, I you, you're talking about you can die game. in like one yeah, shot yeah, yeah. and it has a really really cool um i don't want to talk about too much it has a really cool communication system gotcha it has like a cool hierarchy of who can talk to who and you, it, it uh, incentivizes commanders and stuff to uh talk to their squads and coordinate and people to pretend they're in the military some people are really good at it sure there's just, these guys just going games, like uh, screw mike blah 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 going to sector blah 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 and i'm just like okay i'm just gonna go northwest that's like taking me back 20 years i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> flank i'm gonna flank from the east and i'm gonna fucking take this shit um yeah so those are games i can't talk about uh one game that i'm trying to coordinate this because there's a couple games we both played together um i finally beat outriders hmm. um i sat down played it um me and sarah played through it we we had already been playing quite a bit, and we're like, why haven't we beaten this fucking game? So one night, we're like, we're going to sit down and beat this. It's only going to be like four hours, right? Like, we're almost done with it. We played for like fucking 14 hours. Like, the, it's a big game. There's a lot to that fucking game. We beat it. Um, I was very satisfied with the game, which is very cool. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I was like, this is generic bullshit. I'm never like, who the fuck's going to play this game before the game came out? And then I watched like one trailer right before the game came out. I'm like that looks kind of interesting and then i've beaten it and it's it's a cool game it's definitely worth the money um there's a lot of content a lot of things to unlock uh you know a lot of skills a lot of uh, uh weapons to uh to to uh, unlock legendary stuff like that um but after beating the game which i'm not gonna talk about the story or anything like that i i thought it was cool i think it's got a really interesting story um although the end is 
uh, interesting. It's it, th- that game goes all over the fucking place with the story. Um, it's got an end game after you beat the game. Um, oh my god, the fucking last boss was so annoying. <laughs> I forgot all about. I forgot all about how fucking annoying that boss is. Um, it's got an end game though. Once you beat the game, um, you get some legendaries, which is always welcome for beating the game. But then you get put into this hub, and it's got these uh, like trial missions. That you just go in and you get currency from, okay. and you can buy items with normal currency. But then with the special currency, you can buy like this like crazy gear and shit. And you do these trials. Um, you run through and you just get put in situations. You got to fight through a bunch of people. But there's um, you get rewards for beating that. But there's also uh, like a bronze, silver, and gold time limit. And if you beat them within those, you get more rewards. Okay. So time trials. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it's more robust than it sounds. It sounds almost like an add-on, like a quick little, like, fucking, they kind of threw it on there. But it, it seems like a pretty robust end game, so there is a reason to keep playing the game. I haven't dabbled in it too much, but it is pretty cool. Um, and, yeah, anybody who uh, who didn't play Outriders and might be interested in playing it still, maybe you're waiting for a deal, which I'm sure there's been one by now, um, I would definitely recommend it, especially playing with a friend. I don't think I'd want to play it by myself. Um, it is a little Gears of Warsy though, in... in the sense of like bullet sponges you're unloading on some people for a while, but it incentivizes you to use your abilities in ways that you can melt people faster. So working together and making those builds where you can get your crit increased or fire damage or whatever is really important. You can't just shoot your way through this game um, and expect enemies to die quickly. So I kind of got that feeling playing the demo. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's really interesting. My, my journey with that game. Cause I beat him. I'm like, no, it was a good game. That was fun. I liked it. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's something we played. That's also something we played. I played the battlefield 2042 beta. Um, I pre-ordered it for early access. I only played it once, but I played it for many hours and I am, I don't know if I'd say I'm mixed on it. I actually liked what they're selling. But it's not ready. Um, so <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of you guys played it. So you already got your opinions on it. But my opinion on it is this. This feels like they're course correcting from Battlefield 5. And they know the popularity of Battlefield 3 and 4. Almost anybody who's a Battlefield fan all agree 4 is good, right? Some people like Battlefield 1. Some people don't like it. I loved Battlefield 1. And I think it's way better than 5. But four seems to be the one that everyone's kind of lands on going like, yeah, that was sick. It was mm-hmm. a good battlefield. Um, so this feels like Battlefield 4 2.0 futuristic. Um, it has a visual style that's similar to four. The gameplay similar to four. I saw a lot of people complaining that there's a lot of things in four that you can't do in this. Hopefully it's something to add later because uh, there's really good points that I'm not going to go through. But uh, even like dialing in your scope and shit, it's not a thing anymore. Gotcha. Um, but uh, what I like about it, um, the graphics are fantastic. I like the kind of futuristic theme to the game. Um, it feels modern, but also there's robot dogs and machine guns that are way fucking cooler than I thought they're going to be. Um, so I'm really digging the aesthetic. Uh, the map they had was Orbital. That's the name of it. It's this giant fucking map. Uh, with a big ass rocket that's gonna launch, you can blow it up when it takes off, um, or ride it in the atmosphere. You can ride it with your grappling hook. 
Um, I also like the way they handled the grappling hook. I was a little worried about that because I was like, I don't want Battlefield to turn into fucking something like Titanfall or fucking, you know, Apex. I don't know why I'm bringing up respawn games, but like just these hyper <laughs> they do mobility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do mobility fucking fantastic. But uh, it's got like a cooldown, which makes it feel a little the pacing of it feels less like your Spider-Man and more like I need to get on that roof. I'm on the roof. I can't use it yet. I got, but I'm up here. It's more of a tool, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm all over the fucking place. Uh, so they have, uh, I believe they call this conquest, like conquest before in Battlefield, but now they have sectors on the map because the map's so fucking big. There's 128 people. I played on PC. Um, 128 people on the map. The map's bigger than ever. Uh, so they have the map cut up into sectors and there are multiple points to take in some of the sectors which i think is actually kind of cool so there's one sector it'll be like b there's just you know the one thing you gotta take or a or whatever but then you go to c and there's c1 and c2 and unless you have both c points you don't own that sector so you'll have like one side uh, you know c1 will be one color and c2 will be another color and everybody's spawning into those and there's just a little war happening in that sector and it feels crazier it feels more chaotic in that sense like i can be over and see and just spend most of the match over there yeah if the if it's really an, an aggressive match um so i like that i think it's neat it kind of organizes the battle um or i hope will organize the battle every time battlefield comes out people aren't playing their classes to how they should be and people aren't playing the objectives they're just running around looking at all the crazy shit and shooting at each other um, so I hope as the game comes out and kind of exists, people will fall more into their um, uh, roles. Um, although it is nice to see people already kind of like, you know, flying Ospreys or, you know, any kind of vehicle in the air and picking people up and fucking taking them in and dropping them off. Because that's something I miss from the older Battlefields. You didn't have that in Battlefield 1 and 5 because it's World War Two. You didn't have the same amount of vehicles. There were just less tools available. Exactly. Yeah. So this is starting to feel more like, you know, military operations. It feels more like battlefield. So it's very cool. Um, and the map is, is, is cool. Some of it I don't like, but the map's so big that there's other sections I do like. So there's just areas I kind of avoid. Mm. Um, there's this giant skyscraper and to take the point in that sector, you have to go on top of the skyscraper. You don't take it from down below. So you have to, get up there whether it's through a vehicle or taking the elevator running the fucking stairs and shit and that's really chaotic um and yeah overall i'm, I'm really digging it uh the the specialists I'm, i don't remember what they call them but uh there's like four or five of them i don't remember exactly they all have an ability but then at that point you can really customize your builds more than ever now you can use a med kit with an assault guy and be using an lmg or a sniper rifle with you know this kind of grenade that you couldn't do before and i kind of don't like it but kind of like it so it's not it's not a, it's it's weird i'm like that's ah, different and weird i kind of like a more focused class right but i also like the freedom of doing what the fuck i want Is it so between that and and you saying like uh some of the more like uh, sim aspects of the game. It seems like they're probably they're trying to make it accessible to as many people as possible. Is what it sounds like. Yeah. 
So, and by removing the class system, people can just do whatever they want. So, well, that that's the biggest thing about this game. It just screams it to me when I'm playing it. Is this is them fucking trying to pretend five didn't happen? The PR with five didn't happen, and they're like it. I see a lot of people saying that like this game feels too safe. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, I mean, I could understand that as a a point of commentary, but um, not as a negative. I think it's okay for people to be safe for once in a while, um, especially if they're recovering from something. I mean, Square did hundred percent. Yeah. Um, everything Square made for a little while there was very safe and fan servicey, and now they're kind of like stretching out again. So. Yeah, they're letting people make weird Final Fantasy Origins, fucking Stranger in Paradise, sixteen Neo games, like any, like uh, it's a little weird for them too. So yeah, it's you know hyper violent and uh, and it's like <laughs> medieval fantasy. Like yeah, it's like pure which fantasy. they haven't done in yeah. a grip. So they're feeling a little uh, free to do that. So yeah, there needs to be a, a period where if you fuck up, it's it's about making a product people are going to be happy with, even if it's not like the most revolutionary thing. So I can appreciate what they're doing with, uh, 2042. Um, yeah. So, and way more vehicles than ever before. Um, which I typically would hate because I hate a map that's full of vehicles. It drives me nuts. But now dude, fucking battlefield five has a map. That's just a fucking, a ring of points to take. And the map is fucking a field full of tanks. And so, like, you're just getting blown up unless you're in a tank taking fucking points. It's an awful design. Um, so the map will be dead in a week. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Well, and the, what do you mean? It Because if it's, if it's that obnoxious, people will stop playing it. Well, so. you would think that. But in five, people are playing that fucking map and it... There's people who like only vehicles, though, in Battlefield. So sure. if you're playing that map and you're a vehicle guy, um, you're in heaven. Um, especially getting all those fucking free kills of people running around on the map. Um, but yeah, more vehicles, but it's not that big a deal because uh, you got helicopters, you got jets, you got tanks. There's a lot more going on than just the planes in the air shooting the people on the ground like in the in the World War II uh, battlefields. And uh, it's not just planes and fucking tanks. Um, there's a lot more going on, but there's also more tools that you're more ready, readily, they're more readily available to any class. So I can literally switch over to a rocket launcher with the same build I'm already playing. If shit's getting bad, I can just blow something up. One, one critique already though, is missiles feel or anti-air missiles and even like ground missiles uh don't feel powerful enough you hit them and you take like a fucking fifth of their their health oh, weird. fifth or fourth it's really weird and i don't want it to be too strong so i don't want just random people on the ground to be able to blow up a tank in fucking two shots but i feel like they should buff it just a little bit because it does especially when you're tracking you're fucking locking on something in the air and you shoot at it and they use their fucking uh chafe chafe their flares chaff. the fucking chaff yeah uh they're chafing um these are chaff, uh, the flares or whatever, to make sure the missile doesn't hit them. But when you finally get that hit, it's just like, tink, and like barely takes their health. And you're like, oh my fucking God. The balance could also be there, though, because like you could have 64, I theoretically have 64 people shooting at you. So True. But 
that's not gonna happen but it is true there was multiple times uh where i was in a tank with uh my squad mates and um we're just getting hit from every direction we had a guy just repairing the fucking tank the whole time but it was so we survived for a while but it was kind of scary that just like everyone's like ting 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 there's people out big targets and yeah exactly and we're out in the middle of this i mean right in front of the rockets we're out in the open um i was getting annoyed with the driver because i'm like what are we doing out here like i'm glad we're all alive but what are we fucking trying to achieve by just driving out around out here i mean we're getting kills but just got battlefield people. yeah <laughs> so uh complaints on the beta and before i go into this i hear i don't know if it's real i don't know if they're just saying this Big i don't know if it's just a rumor whatever but i hear the build we played on the beta is a three to four month old build of the game if that is true cool if it's not not good because this beta was riddled with fucking bugs um a lot of things were network issues a lot of things were maybe network issues i don't know uh, a lot of things i ran into is um bullets sometimes feeling like they're not connecting that was probably the most annoying thing mm, yeah that was um fucking annoying. <laughs> i would see regularly enemies in the distance and it wasn't a draw distance issue i had the shit maxed maxed out i can handle it blah 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 but i see just dudes running the field and then just go and disappear and i have to wonder was that a real person that i saw run by or was that a person and do they exist still? Like, where'd they go? Why'd they disappear? Was that some guy from earlier that I'm seeing? Is, is it, like, lag? Um, I don't know how to interpret it. What the fuck? Where that guy just disappeared to? He didn't fade out. He didn't go. Like, he's just running. And, he's, and I saw vehicles do that every once in a while. That was really weird. Um, a lot of the flying would do this weird thing, specifically jets where they would be flying like they typically do, but then they would lock in a position in the air and then they would be moving, but they'd be locked in that position. The animation would go away. The, the animation would just pause, but they're still moving in the air. And then sometimes they would disappear in the fucking air. Um, helicopters would fly by. They'd be, you know, kind of uh, cruising, fucking going sideways and shit. And then they'd lock and then they'd just be stuck in a position while flying around. That was really weird to see. Um and yeah, a couple things just kind of felt off in the combat, but not in a way that they can't fix. It doesn't feel like the game's broken and they just didn't mm -hmm. make it right. It feels like they need to fine tune things and specifically work on the networking, which I'm hoping this beta was meant for that. I'm hoping this beta was them testing servers, testing how the network works, uh, you know, testing, um, you know, how when you shoot a bullet, the server has to connect that bullet with what it hits and give that data to the person who got hit, blah, 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 blah. Um, so hopefully that's what they were trying to achieve with this beta because um, I like what they got going on, but it was fucking buggy. And I see that from a lot of people. A lot of people are saying that. So it wasn't just a me thing. Um, and yeah, otherwise it's, it's really cool. I'm very, um, very excited for it to come out. I want to play the other maps. I, sadly got kind of bored of orbital pretty quickly because it's a big sprawling grassy hilly field essentially with a skyscraper a big rocket and some buildings over at sea um on that it's a lot of fucking fields to run through um but it was cool uh ooh, one last thing uh the guns all felt pretty good 
Um, but they do have a new system where you press, I believe it's T on PC, and you pull your gun up and you're able to switch your attachments mm. at any time, which I think is really cool. I like that system. And then if you accrue enough points, you press B and you're able to uh, essentially summon vehicles, which is interesting because in prior battlefields, you had to go back to HQ and wait for them to spawn. Right. And somebody and else would get snatch one or you'd get in. Someone start getting pissed and shooting rockets at They're you. Spawn in it, yeah. Yeah, and it, exactly. And it, I can appreciate that because it's starting at a point where it feels like reinforcements have to take a little bit to drive to the battle. But in this, you can just, uh, if you have enough points, you can drop a tank in. Um, you can drop the robot dog pretty quickly. Robot dog's actually really cool because it just runs with you. And it's very active on shooting enemies. Like as soon as it sees one, it'll like run ahead of you and start unloading at him and shit. Mm. So it's not like waiting for you to get shot first before it starts like defending you. It's actively trying to kill people. So um, that's pretty cool. It's also kind of scary. A couple times I'd be taking a point. I'm like laying in the grass. And my, my robot dog's just shooting at people's shit and rockets would be flying and just hitting him and he's just shooting. And I'd like <laughs> pop up to find the guys with the rocket launchers and I'd like drop them. But uh, yeah, anyway, long story short, uh, I like what they're doing with the game. Um, they got a lot of work to make the game, in my opinion, something people aren't going to complain about. Um, if this were to release like this now, there would be a lot of angry people. So... Hopefully this is an old build. Hopefully that month delay they uh, have going on right now um, is to address a lot of this stuff and make the game um, just, you know, fucking make it work. Make it tight. Make it release and everyone's happy. Um, hopefully they can achieve that in that extra month they're taking. And uh, I mean, in the long run, I think they'll have it. But every battlefield has released most most battlefields have released and had issues. Mm -hmm. I still remember when Battlefield Three came out. They're using fucking web browsers to go to lobbies, and sometimes like it was a plugin. Yeah, it was a plugin, and like a lot of times, fucking for some reason, Rob could never connect mm -hmm. to our games, and it was like really fucking annoying. I think so, I had a similar issue as the uh, the antivirus preventing it from working oh yeah yeah yeah. there's all sorts of weird shit that would that would interact with it mm -hmm. so um and then four had a bunch of problems when it came out too so let's hope they can bring with this because dice needs to reinvigorate the battlefield community i think they can do it with this game if they can launch it in a way that's uh, acceptable to everybody um okay so i also played far cry 6 i'm currently playing far cry 6 i have a uh strategy in my head i'm allowing myself one long-term game which is a game that's you know gonna take me like 20 hours at the least to beat um and that's far cry 6 and then i'm gonna allow myself to play some like games i can just kind of hop in and hop out of and that's gonna be back for blood so wish me luck on that but i'm playing far cry 6 right now i've probably put about at the very least 15 hours into it at this point i think um probably more but i did sit down and play quite a bit and like battlefield i am i'm mixed on far cry 6 uh for anybody who doesn't know i'm a big far cry fan i'm one of the weird guys and think far cry 5 is the best far cry um i know a lot of people love three i love three as well four i liked four um, but I think five is, is the best for sure. And I still think that playing Far Cry six, um, 
Let me preface though, I am enjoying Far Cry 6. I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, but they've made some changes and they're not to my that they're not as they're, they're not what I would prefer. Um so they've changed the way progression works in Far Cry 6. Um you don't level up the same. You don't level up at all. Um it's it's less RPG feeling in that sense, which I don't play Far Cry to be an RPG, but um it's all gear based. So you get a uh, chest piece, pants, boots, and um something on your wrist or gloves. Um and then a helmet. And they'll all have things like uh increase uh, stamina regeneration, increase run speed, increase run speed after a slide, um, be less noticeable, all that kind of stuff. And then you have a thing on your back called a Supremo, which is essentially your ultimate weapon okay. that has a cooldown. <laughs> they range from like a missile launcher on your back to an EMP to uh, a thing that you can jump up and shoot fire out and it burns everyone around you. Those and I, I learned this later than I uh, care to admit. Those are where like your main progressions at. So you go into your Supremo and like in there you unlock throwing knives, uh, different types of grenades. <coughs> um, excuse me. There's a huge list on one of the sections of pretty much most of the perks in the game. You can only pick one per uh, slot but you can increase your run speed with those. That's where you're really starting to make kind of your build. Everything else kind of accents your Supremo, which is really interesting. Um, this is a fun system, and I do like the idea of getting loot in this. Um, it's not randomized loot like you would get in like a looter shooter. Okay. It's like set guns. Um, if they're uniques, they are set set. But if they're like the normal gun, you can like uh, put attachments on it and uh, and put like fire damage on them and shit it's weird um so it is kind of fun to like find these weapons uh in boxes on the map because that is random but they are set weapons so it's not a looter shooter which is great because new don tried that um so yeah that's cool but i still think i prefer the far cry four and five system of um buying your weapons and leveling up and picking your skills and shit um story is okay i'm not going to get into it at all because i mean you guys should just play it or watch a youtube video on it um i'm i haven't beaten the game so maybe it gets better but it is it just feels like just cause to me you okay. have a dictator um who's very cliche i mean he does what dictators do and everything uh he's a son who's he's trying to train to be like him his son's reluctant because he's young and has, you know, morals. Um, you're playing as revolutionaries, trying to stop him from creating his true Yara. Um, and it's it's serviceable, but, like, I don't really care about any of the characters, and I don't think the villain is particularly interesting, although the guy playing him does a great job. I don't think the villain is interesting enough for his uh, you know, acting ability. He's not given much with it. Gotcha, but gotcha. It's, it's not bad. It's just not... After playing fucking Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 5, it's... It feels like Far Cry 4. I'm like, yeah, Pegamin's alright. He's an asshole, but that's it. And this, I'm like, yeah, he's just a fucking dictator. I, he's the same guy I'd be killing if I was playing Rico and Just Cause. Um, and this game does involve a lot of, like, blowing up the yellow things. 
same as just oh, cause okay. the, the red things like it's a lot of that so it does kind of feel like a first person just cause uh more so than prior far cries um and then another thing and i i it might sound like i'm being negative about this game i am i am enjoying the game i'm enjoying it so if you're like hey stop talking shit about it whatever blah blah, blah. um i'm I, I think it's a lot of fun but something i have to talk about and i'm told this is only on pc but i have a hard time believing that this is the buggiest fucking Far Cry I've ever played. And let me just go through some of the bugs I've I've encountered. Uh, twice, I've been on a horse. The first time I got launched like a thousand feet in the air. I was up in the clouds and I slowly floated down. The second time I got launched on my horse, I went about 50 feet in the air and then I free fell onto the ground and died instantly. Um, I had a helicopter crash. And I was hanging out next to the fiery crash, and then it ran off, and then Sarah ran up to it and it exploded randomly, just killed her. Uh, she's had multiple times where she can't get out of a vehicle; she's just stuck in there. Um, There's one time that we had parked a helicopter on the ground. I was running, and then the helicopter did this: it flew over and landed on me and killed me instantly. And then here's the weird thing: she gets me back up. We we abandoned that helicopter and we go find another helicopter, and I watched it. It bounced and the back end smashed and killed her. I have no idea why they're bouncing. They just went and just killed her. And I got her back up. So maximum, that was <clears throat> maximum overdrive. Yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. Um, she fell through the map at one point. Mm. So this game has a thing where um, you can join somebody's game. They're the host, but you get to keep your progression. You just don't get to keep the mission uh, progression. Life was the same, I thought. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm just letting people know that's how it works. You get to keep everything. You just don't get to make decisions in their camp because you can upgrade certain parts of the mm. camp. Um, and you get to keep everything. But if you beat these missions with them, you got to go do it again on yours, which is kind of annoying, but whatever. Um, but it has a system where you can't go too far from the host. You can go pretty far, but you can't go too far. It'll teleport you back to the host. Um, so anyway, that being said, I'm like in like the beginning of the game when this happened and Sarah like slowly falls through the fucking floor and she falls through the map, which happens in games, whatever. Everyone's seen it. But then she fucking just teleports to like a, a city and she's like, uh, and I'm like, what? She, she's like, ah, uh, where am I? And I fucking open up the map and she's fucking up North at the very last place where the end boss is at the, where, cause this game has regions with leaders you got to kill. Right. She's in the last region and she just teleported there. She's just hanging out. I was like jokingly like, oh, go kill fucking, go kill the, the tyrant guy. Like, if you're there, might as well. Um, so not only did she slide through the map and teleport across the fucking map, she also broke the game's rule of you can't go too far from the host. Really bizarre shit. Um, yeah, I've, I don't know. I've had a lot of fucking random ass bugs in the game. And they happen so frequently to both of us. It's not like cyberpunk on release bad, but it's like multiple times while I play this game, I'm like, this fucking game, dude. Like, what the hell? Why? Why is there uh, so many weird bugs? I don't know if this is a bug, but the game also just spawns enemies. Like before in Far Cry, like you could get into a situation where you run into some guys, you kill them, and then someone drives by and they see you and they start shooting at you. And then a convoy comes by and starts shooting at you and you feel like it's endless. So you just have to run away. We were like out hunting uh, some animal. Uh, I think it was a type of duck. And we were just on a hill 
and I walked down the right side of the hill. All of a sudden, to the left, there's just red. And I went back up to the hill, and there's enemies there. So I killed them, scared off the ducks, which sucked. And then I went back down to hunt to find those ducks, and it turned red there again. I went up to the hill. It's the same guys who just respawned there. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to hunt here if you keep respawning? So we killed right. them, and then they showed up again. Huh. And I was like, dude, no, don't do that. Like, let me at least feel like I fucking got rid of the enemies in this area. So that's annoying. Um, any other major bugs? There, there's there's more, but I, I can't remember them. Um, but yeah, so, uh, oh, the last one, last last bug I ran into. There's a mission where you meet a girl for the first time. I'm going to be very, her name's Espada. I'll keep it there. Um, you meet her for the first time. And when you're escaping a building, she is like, let's get on these horses. And I'm like, okay. So me and Sarah get on our horses and she gets on her horse and she's like, let's go. And she's just kind of like walking on the horse and she stops and she stopped right in front of me. I hit her and we both fly off her horses and fucking, um, after that, she wouldn't get back on her horse. She just was standing there and I, I would like shoot her. I'd revive her all this shit. She would never get on the horse. So I ended up riding out of bounds to make the mission restart. It did it. She finally got on her horse again. But she wouldn't ride fast. She was just kind of riding slow. So to get back to camp took like fucking 20 minutes in real real time. Um, and that was on Sarah's when she was hosting. I played by myself. She got on the horse like normal. And she fucking rode that bitch fast to camp. So that was supposed to happen. The same fucking character in a mission I'm not going to say anything about. Outside of you're running through a town while everybody's shooting at each other and shit. You're supposed to follow her. She would like stop and just hang out at the door. And she's like, let's go. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. What are you doing? <laughs> and then she'd run outside and she's just looking in every direction. I'm shooting people. And she runs down a fucking alleyway, which is the obvious way you're supposed to go. You can just tell by the, the level design. She stops down the alleyway. She's standing there. I'm shooting all the enemies and shit. She runs back at me, past me, leaves the alleyway, runs out in the street, gets in a car, a two-seater. There's three of us. She gets in a two-seater. I follow her. I'm like, are we getting in a car? Where are we going? And she's in the car. She's like, let's go. And I'm like, "Yeah, where the fuck are we going? And then she gets out of the car. She runs back to the alley we were at. And then she progresses down the alley like she should have went. It made no fucking sense. The AI was just like, it's her only. It's only her. Her AI, she's like randomly in mission. She's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. So that kind of sucks. Uh, outside of that, outside of all my complaints just now, um, it's a gorgeous fucking game. It looks great. The aesthetic is really cool. There's a lot of water, a lot of tropical looking uh, islands. Um, I really enjoy the treasure hunting. They made it really interesting. Each treasure has a really cool... Um, environmental puzzle to solve one i fucking hated not because it was a bad design but it's all underwater shit so i was like half drowning constantly just swimming through this underwater cave um there's one that was like a lot of like uh using your grappling hook to swing around and get to different points um so i'm really enjoying that i'm really enjoying the exploration i'm enjoying even though i don't prefer it to the last game i am enjoying uh finding random boxes opening them and getting either weapons or ways to upgrade weapons uh so it, it's kind of a cool mid ground between a looter shooter and not being a looter shooter because it's all set weapons um the gun combat's great it's far cry um the ttk is a little fucking high 
it, it feels kind of like new dawn. Um, there are times where a dude I'll shoot a dude in the head like four times and I'm like, I fucking hate this. And then sometimes they die in one shot. Um, and there's perks to increase shit like that, but it just feels a little too RPG like and less far cry like, um, but the weapon variety is awesome. The attachments are awesome. Um, the stealth's still there, which I appreciate. I have a build right now where my guy already moves faster. If I run and slide, my guy moves fast after that. And while crouched, he moves fast. So I will run, slide, and crouch. And I'm like moving at run speed like while crouched. So I'm able to take people out. I really enjoy doing that. I'm currently using a bow and arrow, of course. A silenced pistol, of course. A silenced sniper rifle. And a go loud, uh, I think I'm using the AKM. So I got a, a fully automatic rifle, um, but I don't have a silencer on it. I have something that stabilizes recoil because that's my, if shit goes bad, pull that out, start dropping people as quick as I can gun. Um, driving's good. Mission variety is probably the best Far Cry's had so far. So that's also cool. Um, the map's fucking huge um, and very varied, which is cool. Um and I really enjoy going around doing all the side quests and finding all the nooks and crannies of the island. So really enjoying that. And the co-op's fun uh, outside of all the weird bugs we've encountered. So um, overall, really enjoying Far Cry 6. I would recommend it, but I hope they fucking patch some of these bugs because they are... I've never correlated bugs in Far Cry. And now I have to with 6. So um, yeah, I wonder how much that has to do with the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, that could be a factor. But... um. But yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's disappointing to see all the bugs, but the game's fun enough that I, it's easy for me to look past them. I just go, God damn it! Like as soon as something happens, right? Uh, yeah, Sarah was telling me today she was getting locked in her car, she couldn't get out, and then she was randomly exploding sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, there's no, that makes no sense. But that's the game, I guess. Hopefully they fix it. All right, so that's enough about Far Cry Six. I am liking it. I would recommend it. Um. I like five more so far. We both played Final Fantasy Origins, Origin Stranger in Paradise. That was called the other way around, but yeah, Stranger in Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Mm -hmm. Fucking that name, just call it Stranger in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we have a trailer, Stranger of Paradise. We have a trailer we're going to be watching of that that uh, that was shown at TGS that we we were sick, so we didn't, we didn't cover <laughs> TGS. We apologize for that. There's a video from TGS you'd like us to react to let us know because we were not uh, in the loop at the time we, yeah I dude I, those two weeks I don't know what the fuck happened um, so yeah they had a demo uh, timed demo it's over now as of the 11th uh, I just checked um, the game let me watch a cinematic and then run forward and it's like this demo's fucking done oh bummer yeah that's I what I thought second mission. yeah no I agree I tried to play it for a split second uh, we both played this. Mm. Uh, glad we did when we did because the fucking it's over. And uh, I was actually surprised by this. Um, we'd played the prior beta or demo. You did. I did. You didn't. I did. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and honestly, it felt like a fucking half baked Final Fantasy skinned lesser Neo. Uh, and even at that, that point, I was like, I could probably play this. Like, I might pick it up, but, like, I'm not super fucking pumped about it. Um, biggest problem with it was the AI of your uh, two companions is fucking awful. Fix it now. So, 
for for any of you who aren't in the loop on this, at the end of that original demo, they did a survey, and the top three um, things mentioned, uh, the very top one was the AI. So, do you remember the other two? Um, graphic fidelity actually was one of the three because it is a PS5 game, so people were like. Ooh. Bump up the graphics, please. Yeah, it, it looks like a PS4, PS5 game. I don't remember the third one at all. Interesting. After playing this, I have my own. I wish I would have done the survey, but it's a little late now. Yeah. Oh, I would have fucking said the AI. I think it's the worst thing in the game. Well, and it's improved since last time, so I'm, yeah. they're still working on it, obviously. They just don't feel like they're helping. Yeah. They have made comments on some of the concerns people have, um, and they said they're aware they are working on it. It just wasn't available in the build we played, so... Yeah. Uh, like loot. There's a lot of loot. <laughs> and nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. We'll get to that in a sec. So yeah. I played originally, though, and I was like, this game's kind of meh. But uh, my big thing is, like, it's made by the same people who made Neo. Um, it's Team Ninja, mm -hmm. right? So in my brain, I was like, this is not their A game. This is their B game. Whatever their next big game is, this isn't it. This is just something they're working on the side. It has to be because it doesn't feel... Like it's got the same attention as like Neo or Neo Two ad, right? Like these are those are like AAA fucking really well made games, um, but we played just to check it out because you're like, oh, it's got multiplayer, and I was like, well, that fucking changes a lot for me. Yeah. Um, and we both hopped in. It has an ID system because Japanese fucking some Japanese developers really like fucking you typing in numbers and letters to play with each other. Nintendo. Um, so weird. Yeah. We figured it out. Yes. We were able to connect. We did run into a couple of times where you got, uh, no, connectivity like would be spotty and I'd get disconnected. Yeah. So. That was the thing that happened a couple of times, but I don't, it didn't really bother us too much. No, I mean, it's a, it's kind of just an inconvenience cause you have to get your MP back. So for sure. Yeah. That, and that's an interesting system too. I kind of like it. Um, even though it's annoying when you lose it. Um, and yeah, it's uh, if you don't know what the game's like, it's uh, it's it's a game where you lock onto people, you're able to block, dodge, and attack. It is set up like a Souls-like game, kind of. It is kind of like Neo. There is no souls to be lost and gained back, um, but it does have a combat system that's similar, but also more hyper. It is. It does feel like an RPG more than it does feel mm. like a. Uh, Soulsborne style game, um, which I, I I like honestly because um, it feels fresh. It doesn't feel like just a clone, um, and that was something that I got to learn when we played the second time. When I played yeah. the second time, I, I think it's funny that that Team Ninja has um, made two games in this genre pretty much, and they both are very different. Yeah, I always argue like if you, if you think everyone's <laughs> copying Dark Souls in the genre, Neo is the only one that stands on its own as like its own original game in my opinion. It obviously is influenced in some ways, but it is 100% in a lot of ways a Team Ninja game. The games they've been making since Ninja Gaiden. So um, I try to give it as much credit as possible as a game that is inspired by Dark Souls, but not it is not a clone. Mm. Um, so anyway... Uh, we both played uh, outside of you disconnecting. It seemed to run just fine. Yeah. Um, we both played on PS5. Mm. You're on PS5. Um, the only place demo was available. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. It's just a PS5 game. And uh, th the one thing I missed somehow the first time I played it is 
There's jobs in the game. I had no fucking idea somehow. Uh, I thought they amounted. I I thought they amounted to like you switch your weapon and it's like, oh, you're a you're this now, but not in the sense of like you progress through that job to unlock other jobs. I had no idea that was a thing. Um, so instantly, I was kind of like drawn to playing the pugilist, which is interesting because it moves towards monk, which is what I prefer in Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, At least when you played. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's changed since then. <laughs> Monk has? Yeah. <laughs> like a lot? Um, Pretty significant, yeah. Hmm. I'll go check it out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I was playing Pugilist, and I, because I liked the punching, mm. Um, I also was like, oh, Lance looks cool. So I started using uh, that. What What's the base class? Lancer. Lancer. Um, which was perfect, because to unlock Monk, you have to play Lancer and Pugilist. Mm. And get them both to a certain point in their progression. The monk spot, yeah. To unlock monk. So I was like, without even knowing that at first, was already doing that. Yeah. So convenient. that's super fucking convenient. And then the monk is essentially um pretty much a pugilist, but more expanded, has more buffs uh available. Um, has a lot of speed buffs where I was fucking flying and hitting, going crazy. It's kinda of wild watching you fight, because like I'm oh, sitting there like it charging something yeah. and you're just like <laughs> well then like chakra you can sit there and just charge up and mm-hmm. i got a fourth charge so i'd sit there and just like kind of build up like i'm fucking goku and then after that i'd fly in and start swinging and shit yeah um so that's i i think it's like a really fucking cool system i really like the, outside of the characters and music and some of the theme shit with the story i think team ninja's got a really good mix of what they've been doing recently, but also honoring Final Fantasy. It straight up feels like Team Ninja's Final Fantasy game. Yeah. Outside of the main character, I think, being named Jack and having a shaved head. I mean, yeah, whoever the director of the game is, that's their yeah. choices, but, uh, or writer or whatever. But, and them um, all fucking fist pumping constantly. But I mean, like, visually, the game, like, looks like a team ninja game yeah um and even their take on the job system though very respecting square's job system yeah is totally not what i was expecting either because like i played casters but you're still a, a melee class yeah it's it's bizarre well they still got to maintain that core gameplay that they've built yeah and it's so it's really interesting so like no matter what you play you're still hitting things <laughs> so yeah. But you were casting like crazy big spells though, which is neat to see. That's not something you yeah. see in like Neo or Dark Souls. No, it was really You were neat. like casting a bunch of fucking meteors. That took my MP after I cast them, but yeah. yeah it was a big move. <laughs> it seemed to fucking like kill everything. Holy when I had that with White Mage, yeah. which is a beam of light and everything died. But so what did you play and what did you build or towards to play as a subclass? When I, when I played by myself, uh, before we did the, the co-op, I played the Swordsman because that's what you start as. Okay. And um, generally speaking, I'm not a big fan of that in most games So because it is kind of the go-to. It's really safe. Um, yeah, that was boring. I'm sure it expands because as mm-hmm. I even learned playing the casters, like once you get towards the bottom of the tree, you get some like really cool toys. So yeah, um, I did the game kind of like gets to a point where it hands you a, a, a caster weapon because it's trying to teach you about magic. 
there's flames you have to put out. And so you have to like cast water on the flames. And so when I did that, I was like, ah, you know what? I'm kind of curious on their take on magic. So I ended up just kind of falling into it. And it ended up being really fun because, like I said, you still have to, like, your shield and a club. So you're still fighting. Um, but then you have this, like, emphasis on, like, elemental, like, uh, melee attacks. And then also, if you have time, charging up spells. And it's not quick. Like, mm-hmm. there's three points because it has that Final Fantasy system where it's like, you know, fire, Fira, Faraga. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to, the longer you charge it, the the more powerful and the bigger the spell gets, including like Cure, as we learned. The only one that you didn't have to be on top of me for was a full charge. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you'd be on me to get that. Yeah, cure. and it's interesting in a game like this that you're able to fucking heal. Well, and support spells. Like, it has yeah. a full support system. Like, well, yeah, I had, I mean, not support, but I had, like, buffs. There's still support skills. That, <laughs> that I would expect from, like, a full-fledged RPG or MMO. Uh, I was building up my chakra. I was building up. I had two other buffs, and they took a lot of MP, but when I had them all buffed up... You um, had, like, three to four self-buffs. Yeah, I, like, did significant more damage. I fucking was way faster in my combos and shit, and, but there was a cost of the amount of MP I fucking spent mm-hmm. to do it. Um, so that was a, a really fucking cool system. For sure. Yeah, no, I... I uh... I wish I would have had a little more time to play through the other jobs in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I'll, you know, the game comes out in March, so. Which is pretty far out. It is. Um, but I guess Team Ninjas did this with Neo 2 as well. They had a pretty long beta feedback cycle. They, they so, did, yeah. So I'm really excited that, obviously, that worked out really well for Neo 2. Yeah. That's really good news in this game, too. Cause, um, <clears throat> I still remember the time betas they, for Neo. Yeah, see, I, I didn't play any of those. They had time demos, the same as this. So, yeah. So obviously that system works for them, mm-hmm. and they do take the feedback into consideration, and they respond to it. So it's really good to hear. Um, yeah. AAA developers are really good about ignoring people most of the time. So yeah, um, I'm glad that they listen. But uh, yeah, I leaned uh, originally towards once I learned it had uh, co-op. I was like, oh, I'll just level white mage then, because then I'll have a, a support job. <laughs> Which we did initially when we played together. I did start with that, but then we got to the boss. I realized I didn't have time to cure. Um, because it was either try to get in and hit to try to get aggro, which, mm-hmm. big spoiler, casters uh, have to be pretty much point blank to hit anything. So it's it's hard to kind of catch up and, and get a hit in. Um, or he'd be... a he was super aggressive. So he'd be on me and we didn't know like the tricks yet. Mm. So I was like, I don't think I cast or healer might be a little too advanced. Um, from my skill level at this point in the game. So I switched to black mage and, uh, we started like, it took us a couple tries, but we started making that progress. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, this is clicking better. So, um, I had a lot of fun with it. And especially because the game does have, um, Though basic, and it was only one boss fight, obviously. It's the first boss of the game, I think. It still had mechanics. It had mechanics. Like, he would light a sword on fire, and if you cast water, and it hit the sword, it put the fires out, and all his fire moves went away. And vice versa, if he had ice, and he cast fire, it'd melt the ice off, and he'd have to go back to his basic moves, which made a huge difference, because he was crazy when he had the elemental stuff on himself. No, it, it, uh, for at least our progression into the game, and our knowledge of the game playing a fucking demo of a game where we're not playing for hours. Yeah. Uh, 
it felt crucial to be able to cancel his moves. Yeah. Which is cool. You could fucking do it in the first place because my guy wasn't built for that. For sure. For sure. So you were able to do that. And the when we finally, um, I actually liked that he was beating us because it, it showed a challenge. We had to learn. We had to fight. And, and I think we're playing figure out. We were playing. There's a harder difficulty. So. Yeah, there's like a story mode, uh, like a fucking normal mode and a hard mode or something like that. Yeah, I think because it is a story based Final Fantasy, one they wanted that ex- access. Yeah, which I, I wasn't yeah. gonna fucking play on. I, I want some challenge, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready to play the hardest difficulty, especially just on a demo. But um, what was I saying? I, it was just cool to go and grind and and start working on strategy for this boss battle um um my only complaint about it is the ai the aggro is based off who hit him yeah so i'd be like wailing on him and he's like i'm gonna kill you now and i'm like okay and i run away constantly attacking he has these moves where he flies across the map so other people are trying to hit him but they can't because he's fucking constantly up my ass used to be away from him because he just yeah yeah, yeah, lunge lunge, and i learned that because like on the last time we fought him you were canceling his moves, which was fucking huge. But I had my chakra and all my buffs built up and mm-hmm. I had my speed. So I was just like fucking laying into him and he would swing and I would dodge back and I'd dodge back and start fucking hitting him. And it's really weird. It didn't feel like I was playing a Dark Souls Neo style game. Not at that pace. I felt like I was sure. playing an RPG and almost an MMO yeah. in the way that we we're strategizing yeah, yeah. combat. It was really fucking weird. It is weird. Um, it's very much an action game though. So yeah. Yeah. But in moments, like it feels like, Oh, get over here so I can buff you and heal you and shit. That's not fucking dark souls. Right. That's not, right. That's not Neo. That's not, um, it has, its, it has its own flavor and even for all of its faults, which I think it does have a, some for sure. Um, I really like the concept. I think it's a cool idea. It's a cool mix of games. I already like, and other games I like mixed. Mm. Like it's it's I'm and it's weird that Team Ninja, someone who already has made you already kinda of said this, but someone who's already made a game like this is making another one that's not like the other one. It yeah. just shows that Team Ninja like fucking has ideas. Mm. Um which I mean they always have. They've always been really good at the games that they make. So but uh but yeah, the aggro um system is basic. And not not too awesome. Yeah. Um, the graphics could be better, um, but I enjoyed the game so much that I didn't care. Yeah, that's never like a huge priority for me. me I get me what neither. people are saying because yeah. I know there's like people are starving right now. Um, there's a level of understanding for people need gen. to have yeah. there, but um, I get it. But the game, yeah, the, I honestly I'm gonna though, take smooth gameplay over graphics any day though. I mean, I always do. Um, I was I was. <laughs> do the the 60 frames per second or higher um modes before i do like you know graphical fidelity sure. i always check them out because i want to see how, how good the game can look and it's always amazing but uh, i want i want gameplay to be smooth um that was one thing i was going to say is there's so many fucking effects happening and animations that i think are pretty decent i think there were any frame drops and the game's smooth as shit. Yeah. So that's probably the balance there. Um, trying to keep, you know, you can potentially have three people playing. I would doing love the, to see it, how that plays. I want to play. I don't <laughs> want to play with the AI at all. I don't want to play that game with AI. Um, I only want to play the game multiplayer because it was so much fucking better. Um, even if the AI was okay, I was. I, it was so much better strategizing with somebody. Um, 
but yeah, that's it's Final Fantasy, so everything's fucking flashy. Everything's making a bunch of crazy effects. People can drop like fucking five meters out of the sky, shoot lightning. My guy's swinging and doing all these like jump kicks and uppercuts, and there's fucking of course effects flying out. So the graphics are probably balanced to make sure that there is no frame drops because you know Team Ninja makes smooth ass combat games. Oh yeah, I mean DOA, fucking yeah. Ninja Gaiden, yeah, everything, Neo. They're <laughs> all very smooth experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, items are to be addressed, but that was really... It's only a demo, but it was really fucking annoying. So much The good. amount of loot we were getting, and I'm just like, I have all these items and duplicates, and I can't do anything with them. Yeah. So I'm hoping in the full game there is uh, some kind of break-them-down system or some kind Stop of salvage. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a much uh, better way to put it. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, like... It's so weird. The first time I played it, I was like pretty unimpressed with it. And then I played it this last time, and I want the game to be out. Like, it, I want to play it. I remember you talking about your first experience with it, and it was so interesting to me because, like, <clears throat> a YouTube guy I trust a lot played it, and he loved it, but he said it needs work. Yeah. Um, And then the second demo came out, and he's like, they listened to feedback, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, they've added more jobs for people to play with. Um, and he's, he said they gave the list and I even looked up the first one. The jobs aren't even in it, which is, which is cool to hear. But even in the first demo, there wasn't that many jobs. Yeah. And so I barely dabbled with the fucking jobs. Well, monk was only in demo too. So yeah, it wasn't there in the first one. So like, uh, I found something that I clicked with. I started kind of learning the systems and started, I fucking love that as a job system. Also it's cross-class skills. So if you like, um, certain, certain moves, you transfer between jobs. Yeah, I was unlocking shit with my pugilist, and then once I went over to my lancer, which is completely different, way slower, but does a lot more damage, a lot of knockback shit, um, I still had some of my pugilist moves. Mm-hmm. So there is an incentive to fucking level everything, everything <laughs> to make your ultimate build yeah. and then get those advanced classes. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's a Final Fantasy thing. It's nothing new over there, but uh, for this kind of gameplay, I, I fucking love it. I think... Um... It needs a little refinement, obviously, but like I think, it, yeah, I think Team Ninja is making another good game. Like I wanted to keep playing it, so yeah, no, I, I agree hundred um, percent. I was actually kind of bummed uh, that the demo was over when I went to go play it because I was like, "Fuck!" Now I gotta wait for the next demo or the game to come out. Yeah, for um, sure. But when it comes to like stuff they need to smooth out in the game, it's pretty minimal. I think it's less than Battlefield twenty forty two. It's less than Far Cry six. In yeah. my experience. I mean, the only bug we ran into, right, and I don't even think it was a bug. It, it was just network connectivity stuff. Um, that was... Which is typical of games. Something needs to get fixed. <laughs> I hope that's not in the in the game when it comes out. Um, yeah, we did one map. I got disconnected probably like five times. And then, yeah, just like basic improvements and something to do with the items. The items that... If that's not a thing they... F- they have something for in the game. Yeah, they they already talked about. They that. already said yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying if they didn't, that would be fucking so annoying. Yeah, I just hope there's a a large amount of of levels, and I hope it has like post game stuff because I think um, it's definitely a game that'd be real easy to keep playing. And if they even decide to do like they did with Neo Two and have those DLCs with those extra bosses and stuff, I mean, I could definitely see myself getting into it. So um, yeah, I think the the heavy lean and RPG makes it very appealing for a much broader audience. So, 
you are way more enthusiastic about this game than I've seen you with any game that, was fun. that I had shares fun parts of this genre. So, so yeah. that was really interesting. I like Neo too as well, but I have to, I have to play that with someone. I could play Strangers by myself. Yeah, because it's, it, even though the boss is definitely challenging, <laughs> um, definitely challenging. Um, He's an asshole. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it felt like that the, the aggro was pissing me off. But outside of that, it I had fun fighting. Uh, you know. A challenging boss um it does feel outside of that less intense it feels more like an rpg it feels like you're going from room to room looking for chests fighting the enemies in the room figuring out some things with like you know the why i can't remember their name the bomb guys bombs bombs uh that they shoot fire and the, the game has this interesting We're system where you can counter mm. uh and steal their ability and uh, you can shoot it back, shoot fire at people and shit if you catch it. Um, or someone swings at you, you can fucking hit it and like Cobbles stuns them. Rocks, you could steal that ability. Yeah, it's got some really interesting systems. Um, but uh, so so combat's interesting, but it's still you're figuring it out as you're playing against them, and it feels more RPG like. Oh, and the environments do stuff too. Like the bombs can catch grass on fire, which is annoying. Which is annoying, yeah um the spawners that also turn into bridges after you break them and stuff yeah so the game also has a really interesting combo system that you get to uh customize you unlock mm. moves and then you can decide uh if it's just like one press of r2 that executes it or if you press r1 to swing once and then you hit r2 you get a whole new move and if you hit r2 r2 and then r or no r1 r1 r2 you get another move so you can start really like especially with the fucking pugilist or monk really get crazy on those combos and start like flying all over the place and shit so yeah if you're familiar with uh dynasty warriors philosophy of combat it would be pretty similar more advanced but yeah, yeah. um just the button press thing where it's like yeah. one heavy you know light heavy light light heavy light 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 heavy so, yeah stuff like that um there's something else i was going to talk about the game i don't remember i'm um, outside of the and hopefully it's just because it's the demo um the instance of my character um when mm. you put on armor your appearance does change too which is uh nice touch Thank yeah you. so <laughs> hosting the game my character was constantly changing the way uh he looked and the weapons all looked different and the other AI character I was able to have input on in his build uh, or in his gear, he was also changing. You were playing my other AI character. Your progression from your game does come over into my game, which is good. And everything that you do in my game, you get to keep. Mm -hmm. But you're still playing one of my AI characters. And for some reason, the gear you were wearing did not show default, except for the weapons. Default look, yeah. Yeah, your guy was just walking around like an A shirt the whole time but you had like yes you know, we're advancing and looking cooler and cooler and i'm just like ready to go to the so gym. if they're gonna force you to play these ai characters but still keep your progress i hope they will at least let that ai character wear the gear you're wearing because mm. my ai character is wearing the gear i'm making him wear so why the fuck i hope they fix that yeah i, f I feel like that's probably something they were like ah eh, well that could be addressed later. Yeah. It's probably in the plan. And if not, or maybe the build is a minor played, thing, it wasn't there. But the flavor is nice to be able to like you know, I'm just at the very least happy that you get to keep your progress. Oh, that's, your that game. was huge. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, thank you. Yeah. You had all your classes, progression, your yeah. gear and stuff. You're just playing one of my guys and not able to change the way it looked. 
which yeah. is a bummer, but it's not, it's, I would much prefer that than a situation where you were just playing the AI in general, not keeping your, your game's progression. So, yeah. Um, really one of the things I really like can even, uh, bring up to anyone who hasn't played it before. Um, the game's moves are all based off, a uh, energy system or MP or whatever. And, uh, you earn MP from doing finishers so when you wear down someone's stamina regardless of how much health they have um if you can get their stamina down you get you can get an insta kill proc yeah um I, there's a couple times i watched you go in because we we're grinding skeletons for a while and you got a good hit in they lost maybe a fourth their health but their stamina was gone you insta kill them. all the time i was just like okay apparently they don't need to be beat up that much if you can just get their stamina down so yeah i would just fly in and do a bunch of fucking combos and shit and their stamina just fly down and i just finish them and they had like almost full health and i was like jesus christ that finisher replenishes mp but also if you're not capped out at six mp uh bars of mp um, it starts building those bars as well. This is inter interesting. You start the game and you have two bars of MP. You can have up to six. And mm -hmm. the moves you use, use those bars of MP. And you regenerate those as you kill and finish off people. Or counter their abilities. Um, or counter their moves. You get some of that back. And then when you finish them, you get some of that back. But like I said, you start with two. And as you kill enemies and you start getting... I forgot what they call it in the game. But that red shit mm -hmm. that gives you MP, it starts building the next third MP bar until it fills a full one. And now you have three MP bars. And then you have four. And then you have five. And then you have six. When you die, you lose your MP. And you have to start two. again and yeah. have to grind out and get your MP back. Also, like, you know, Souls games and, well, Souls style games. Um, you start with, like, three potions or something like that. Mm -hmm. And as you kill people, they'll drop potions. Yeah, we had nine. You can have up to nine. You get capped there. Um and as you drink them, you have to get more. So before the boss, we were making sure we had nine apiece. They're also your resurrection item for your teammates. They are, yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise, you have like three Phoenix Downs, and those are shared group. between yeah. all three of you. Those are self-use. Yeah. So if so, I can't get over to him to pick him up or vice versa. Or you don't have the resources to get me up. Yeah, it, or you're out of potions. You can use that Phoenix Down. You hit the button, and you'll just get up where you're standing. So Yeah, um, which I think is a cool system. Um, I also like that the game, you just playing co-op there's no after the boss you disappear yeah it's just you two did the same thing but yeah, yeah. super super appreciate well, it makes it feel more like a fucking it's rpg like, such less... a bad system that's in so many versions of the genre yeah yeah i mean some games the allure of the you know it's mostly single player game but you can bring people in and it's yeah. like oh shit that that made sense for a while in certain games specifically all the from software games for but, sure uh, other games copying the system like just give me fucking co-op dude i just want to play with a friend or don't offer it at all like i don't i don't want to do the system um so yeah this game you just play together which is fucking nice um oh yeah a couple things i want to bring up though um a couple criticisms that will don't affect my opinion of the game at all because i'm sold on the game at this point if, if it's not clear um i'm like pretty hyped to play it uh characters are fucking generic as shit looking all three of them yeah, it's funny because the question mark character mm -hmm. I won't go to get into um, looks like a Final Fantasy character, but yeah. the the main three right off the bat don't. Yeah, they're they're the most generic looking people ever, <laughs> and I was so happy that my gear mattered and visually. Yeah, yeah. Because my guy eventually had a hood over his fucking head, and I have to look at a shaved head. Because they're like, "Hey, Jack!" I'm like, "His name's fucking Jack." 
And then they're like, you know, the guy's just got like a fucking shaved head, looks like average as shit. I'm like, put a hood on, dude. I don't want to fucking see you. Um, also the DMC moment. Yeah. And then, so on top of the generic characters and in English, I play in English, you play in Japanese, mm-hmm. the voice acting, I hesitate to say is bad. It's fucking dorky. Everyone, everyone talks like this. Hey, Jack. Blah, 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 blah. It's pretty good in Japanese. It's, it sounds so <laughs> nerdy. And then, uh, they're all like bros and shit, which is really weird. Like they, they literally do like fist bumps. Mm-hmm. Like they do like in two different missions. Uh, in the first mission at the beginning of the, of the second mission, I played for a split second for the demo. I was like, wait, you can't play this right now. <laughs> in the very beginning, they all put their fists in and they all fuck a fist bump together. All four of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, what is that? And then fuck at the end of the first mission, they all fist bump each other. I'm like, this is fucking dorky. And then at one point, the guy's like, I gotta, I gotta go out here. And he like pulls his phone out and starts playing this fucking dorky ass cock rock song. So cheesy. Yeah. And he just walks out. The song plays for like 15 seconds. It's not even like a fucking montage, but you can tell in the 15 seconds of the song playing, he would have not traveled that far. But he walks out there and just turns it off. And then he starts talking. I'm like, what, what What? the fuck was that? He should have like literally put on, he should have had a hat, put it on backwards, got on a skateboard, played the music, and ate a piece of pizza while fucking riding out of there. And did a kickflip. Yeah, I mean, like, I that would have been just as dorky. Yeah, I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's some DMC cheese right there. Yeah, yeah. And I can <laughs> overlook it because I really, really dig the gameplay. Like, that's that's the most important thing. Well, and if they're going to do that, it, it hopefully it's consistent throughout the game at that point, too. Because yeah. then at least they're just embracing that. Yeah. So. I, fuck, a story could be cool, though. I don't know. There's no way to know. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched the cutscenes just for the first mission, obviously. And, um, I mean, it seemed interesting. It's not, like, super compelling by any means. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's serviceable, for sure. I didn't hate it. So. Yeah. It does borrow. And I have to emphasize that because there's still this misconception that it's a remake of final fantasy one. It borrows. Yeah. It's inspired by uh, it. It's not themes and characters from one. They already clarified that as soon as they released the trailer to it. Well, don't listen. <laughs> they literally were like, this isn't, this isn't final fantasy. One. Yeah. It this just borrows it. motifs. That's the yeah. word I wanted. <clears throat> yeah. So. It's inspired by it. It's an original sure. story, but yeah, it's its own thing. There's no fist bumping in the original final fantasy. Definitely. Um, or cock rock. There are four words light though. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> imagine it's, that. It's inspired by it. Um we should probably wrap this up because yeah, yeah. we got another big game to talk about. Yeah. So um overall though, uh my opinion on this, it pulled in outriders and it has changed completely. I am excited to play this game. I will be picking it up day one. Um I don't have interest really in playing it by myself, so I definitely want to do the co-op and it'd be cool to do three player. But um, if you're curious about it and you get a chance to play one of these time demos, I'm sure they're going to do another one. Definitely check it out. Look past the okay graphics. The eh, it just kind of feels like a Souls-like game. And, you know, get into the job system. Try and play with a friend. I think you might dig it. For sure. If you're into these kind of games. And you're probably sold on as well. I'm probably picking it up. Oh, yeah. I also noticed, because uh, you know, most of these game things have the social systems in them. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like Chris already pre-ordered it, so did he play it he probably played the first demo and mm. i know he's a neo fan so he probably was just like oh team ninja's making it it's i mean it's a good mix of neo and final fantasy so yeah really interesting anything else to say on that no i i just i had a lot of fun and i'm definitely sold so 
Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want the demo to be a demo. I was hoping I was playing the game because <laughs> I, I started really enjoying it, which is really fucking weird. Because um, I was like, yeah, I'll try the multiplayer. And I was like, wait, this has like a whole this has like a whole job system and shit. I'm fucking really digging this. All right. Uh, so we both also played another game and you can get into the games you've been playing. This is going to be a three hour taste cast. Uh, maybe we can speed it up. I don't know. Um, we both played New World. Brand new MMO. Brand new MMO in 2021. A lot of commotion about this game. A lot of uh, positive and negative. I'm hearing about it. Uh, we should probably talk about our impressions of New World, where we stand with it, um, and uh, talk about what it presents as a new MMO. Is it bringing it in uh, modern times? Is it too late? Um, what are we doing in the game? And yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people are either uh don't know anything about it really wondering if they should pick it up maybe they need to know about the server shit going on in it um or maybe some of you guys are already playing it and you have your own opinions on it but um yeah, yeah. um the too late thing when you said that i instantly kind of like was like i hate that phrase it's never too late look at no man's sky you can you can always make something work again if you care enough yeah um <laughs> Though when Battle Royales come out now, if you're not bringing something new, you do feel like you're a couple of years late to the to party. But I do agree. If you bring a good product, it's never too late. I think a game with progression and, and stuff like that is harder to, to die off. I, yeah. it, the problem with competitive games is that's the game. So mm-hmm. uh, it has to work immediately, pretty much. Um, so anyway, so general impressions. I've played two of the betas for this game. Uh, prior and um, enjoyed it enough. I did lose uh, a graphics card during the second beta. You're one of those lucky people. Yeah. Uh, for the only game I, I've been playing games for a long time. I'm sure a lot of you guys have too. The only game I know that has damaged hardware that I know of. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, that blew my mind. Just, just like it's fucking killing GPUs. Yeah, well, and that be- that beta was really bad because it was a huge variety and wasn't just Nvidia. And it, I, it, anyways, yeah, that's a whole other thing. For for the sake of this conversation, I have an EVGA FTW three thirty eighty. Uh, Primo. <laughs> um. So that being said, the game came out and um. I'm not going to speak for you on obviously your opinion of the game, but I know we're in the same mentality. At the only MMOs that exist right now are 10 year old plus MMOs. And um, I think if anything, this year has shown the, there is a absolute market. I would even argue hunger for an MMO to come out. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so I think we saw that new world came out. Servers were instantly full. (laughs) And they went into panic mode, um, fixing or alleviating that. It's still not even fixed. Servers are full still. Yeah. Um, and they're working on a transfer system right now. So um, I don't want to go into that too much because honestly, that was like a one to two day hiccup. The, the problem is pretty much solved. And the playing with your friends thing is right around the corner. Not really a big deal. Um, Though I'm hearing some weird things about that. Some people are saying they outright lied about certain things about server transfer one well, if and if they do something shady then we can judge them on it when that yeah. comes but i haven't heard anything about i don't it, remember so. the details but 
I do know I the only thing I heard was the system they had been working on they weren't happy with. So uh, we'll see. They they're new to this. So mm-hmm. um, and part of me uh, wonders how many games some of those people have ever worked on because the the like with the beta the GPU thing that's pretty unheard of. I'd say. Real real quick, it's not really I. I'm gonna sound like a, like I'm bragging or something, but it's it's funny because this game came out and I saw so many people in the games industry going like, "There's no way anyone knew this game was gonna be this successful. No one knew it'd be this popular." Yeah. And I, the, every time I saw, it, I'm like, "Me, I did. I knew this was gonna be popular. What are you fucking? Are you fucking crazy? Are you not watching it's, what's happening in MMOs right now? Oh, yeah." <laughs> MMO. Yeah. It's the only fucking big budget new MMO. What are you talking about? Like fucking at the very least, people are curious and they're gonna yeah. want to play it. And a lot of them will probably return to the fucking games they've invested fucking their life in. For sure. Um and where their friends are at. But people are gonna go, wait, there's a there's a new AAA MMO. What's that like? Well, and I think like, of course that's it was gonna be fucking popular. Well, in the elephant in the room, one game is bleeding subscribers yep. because of the actions that they're at their own fault in. Yeah. Um, and the, the alternatives are either not the same type of MMO or they are a Japanese version of that style of MMO and not everyone wants to play a Japanese game. So you're going to have this huge contingent of people looking for a Western style MMO. Yep. And so they made one. Um, and I think even now I, I, I haven't checked recently, but it, was number two on Steam for at least a week. So like, um, yeah. yeah. So, somebody on like the fourth day was like, "Oh, it's already hemorrhaging players. It's dying." And someone came up and like, "It's number two on Steam today. What are you talking? Yeah, like beating what are you talking CSGO, about? So. Yeah. Like it's not fucking dying. I mean, it might later, but like people are just like so quick to be like, "Oh, it's fucking people. People are sick of it. That's they a hate bad it. trend." And- in everything, sure, but it was just funny to see someone with fucking just blunt facts going like, it's number two on Steam. Yeah. Um, and this game is 100% going to do the same thing Path of Exile does uh, in their support system, I'm sure. They're yeah, going sure. to expect people to go. They're going to bring out content, bring them back. Go. It's mm. going to do this. And that's online games in general. So. Yeah. Anyways, back to my thoughts on it. Game released, picked it up, started playing it, got past the point that I had done twice already, and uh, it was pretty much what I expected, to be honest. If you played the beta, uh, you got a pretty good feel of the game, minus some things that unlock, um, I'd say at 25 is probably the the spot where you're going to start getting a lot more of the features in the game. Mm. And, uh, yeah, um, this is really tricky because it's not going to be for everyone, I think is, is kind of the, the, the big one. Um, the game's beautiful. It's a very good looking game. Um, part of the reason it melted GPUs. <laughs> um, it's actually optimized really well, though. Plays great. I yeah. know. I know some people who are on like lower end uh, PCs who are playing it just fine. And uh, on my second computer, which is not as good as my first computer, um, I can play it on medium, and it runs completely smooth. Um, so that's that's cool. And it still looks good. Yeah, I think the the only things. Um, they're going to be kind of difficult about it is um, they are going for an action-based combat system is tricky with ping. Um, so dodging can be a little weird sometimes, um, but it's not horrible. 
Uh, they definitely couldn't do like a super precise system. There would be too much server latency, I think. Um, I think it's pretty good. It's pretty good, 100%. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on it. Yeah. I just, you're not going to ever get the, the type of, like Dark Souls works because it's running off your hard drive. Like, yeah. you're never going to get sure. that kind of It's like when I was talking about Battlefield. Like, people don't understand like how much goes into the networking of every bullet. Yeah. And when you're doing, um, especially in this game where there is large-scale PvP, um, I imagine server information load would probably make overly precise combat really difficult. So it has a very simple combat system, um, which I don't think is a bad thing for the way the gameplay loop goes, but it might be a turnoff for some people. Um, it does have good passive abilities, which I do think kind of expand upon your, your three abilities pretty mm. well. Um, I, uh, I'm playing a tank, which is kind of a weird choice for me anyways in games, but um, it's not tap target MMO, so it's a little less intimidating for me, which is kind of weird. Mm. Um, but my job, I had the three moves right off the bat, and they were okay, but those moves became more exciting with the passives I started attaching to them. And so I was able to actually start thinking out timings of my moves a little better. So I do, there is some depth there. Um, it is a very good, this is going to be a common one. It's a very good starting point for mm. their skill tree system. And hopefully they do expand upon it and, and oh, make it I, I hope they definitely do. Yeah. Um, the, the, the tricky thing about that though, is this is a, a PVP centric game. It was originally built for that alone. Yes. And then they added the PV later. So every weapon is built from the ground up to be balanced for PVP combat mm -hmm. and to have specific moves you're going to expect from those weapons in PVP combat combat. Yeah. And then the PV second to that. Well, and, and th that also plays into the only having three buttons thing. Cause even like, this is going to be a weird example. Final Fantasy 14, the PVP, buttons are actually completely different from pve because um from the development team's mouth they want you it's you're so focused on fighting people you're not thinking about your rotation's never going to be perfect you're, you're yeah because you're too fights are scripted in pve people aren't so like mm. um combos get very like like an ion where it's like you push one button and the combo just goes pvp and 14 is that wave so you can focus on pvp and yeah. i feel like part of the thought process in combat was also keep the move simple so they could focus on the pvp I, i'm surprised i didn't catch on with more mmos but by the time that game was out mmos were already kind of fucking petering off oh the one button thing we yeah because you could do a rotation like a normal uh mmo but if you it's almost like a combo system well, if you rocks would, up pop yeah yeah you'd it would pop up and give you an option from one button to select your next move after that and i thought it was fucking genius yeah i think because it sold the same thing because it was condensing you know more traditional mmo where you had fucking 50 moves that you had to just memorize into six buttons i think that is um but now every well, game just has fucking PVP based, so that kind of yeah, makes sense. Exactly. I think that's that's really where it comes down to, because even like this is a small tangent, I suppose. But in fourteen, the the philosophy with the PVE is that's part of the perf perfecting playing is like mm -hmm. memorizing your buttons and not screwing them up, because if you screw them up, it screws up your damage for the rest of the fight, and the fight could be ten minutes long. So yeah. Um, anyway, so go back to New World. Um, one of my favorite things about the game is it 
has um, the old school Elder Scrolls system of everything you do levels up. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, I like that too. Um, it's also a classless system, mm-hmm. which um, can be hit or miss. And I think they have a pretty good hit here because you can literally just, um, similar to Final Fantasy, pick something up, equip it, use it. Now you're yeah. that. Um, yeah. And one character, you don't have to make alts. So um, I'm always a fan of that. It makes it easier to invest time into that character. And then if you feel experimental, you don't have to start at the beginning. I don't have to go on the stupid beach again. Like, yeah, I can just do it. So um, super appreciate that. It has a ton of crafts and gathers, which also do that. The game's really free form. Yeah. Um, to possibly its own detriment for certain people. 100%. Um, I was going to kind of go through for anybody who's curious about this game or you know, hasn't played it yet or, you know, maybe thinking about like what, what we think of core gameplay loop. It's interesting because the game was originally made for PVP. Mm-hmm. That was the core idea. And some people even say it was supposed to be like a PVP survival game, which is interesting. You can kind of see it in the crafting and gathering. There, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. Cause when I was fucking playing it, I kept mentioning that the gathering felt like a survival game to me. Yeah. Um, so when people say that, I'm like, that makes sense. And then eventually they realized that they need to put PvE in the game because a lot of people are more PvE-centric MMO majority. players. Yeah, exactly. And it's a huge uh, grouping of people who would not be playing the game because if it's only PvP, they're not going to want to touch it. So smart move, but they did make it secondary. And it does show in some ways. Uh, you can also tell they did it later in development. Exactly. And it's something that they can improve on too for anyone who does have problems with the gameplay loop of PvE. Um, and yeah, the game, uh, is essentially when it comes to PVP, there are, um, regions on, on a map and each region has cities and areas that you can go to war with the one of three, um, factions, um, to take over. Once those people take over those areas, you can change like taxes and all sorts of things that, um, you know, can benefit you make you money blah blah blah. but Mm -hmm. the game is designed for those regions to be taken by other people uh later so the map is constantly in flux and changing you got yellow purple and green uh in different regions we had a whole area that was yellow for a while and it completely mostly got taken and i almost didn't recognize the map anymore because before i was traveling in that yellow area and then i was like wait where the fuck am i um so it's a very PvP-centric game. It changes the dynamic of the game because of the PvP. But then they added the PvE, and that consists a lot of main storyline quests. They're story-based uh, side quests. And then there is a lot of faction uh, missions that give you uh, currency and leveling in that faction to mm-hmm. upgrade your standing in that faction and be able to buy faction-based uh, equipment. And then there is a, a town board. They're able to do um, stuff for um, experience and money, um, basic things like uh, gathering or hunting, stuff like that. Um, or exploring. Or exploring. Um, a lot of the missions consist of go find this thing, go talk to this guy, go kill these things. So it's a, it's pretty traditional in that sense. Yeah, it's fetch quests. You're fetch, fetch quests. Fetch quests. <laughs> Um, outside of the uh, you know main story quests, which are you know more story centric, um, but a lot of these things are things you opt into. A lot of these quests outside of the side quests and the main story quests 
are repeatable quests, random quests that you can keep repeating over and over and over again. Um, and I think this is something that's going to lose some people, people who need maybe a little more structure in their MMO. Um, luckily, the game's got a cool combat system. I like it. It's going to be hit or miss for certain, certain people. Um, yeah, I think it's okay. It's I'm going to make a big claim. It's got the best gathering I've ever experienced in an MMO. Um, so gathering quests are satisfying, especially in a game where um, you need to be level 50 to chop down this tree. So you chop down littler trees until you hit level 50, and suddenly you're cutting down bigger trees. Um, and so if you like that feeling of uh, progress and deforesting areas and getting reward for that and being able to craft from that, it's very satisfying. It's very zen-like. Um, it's very survival game-like, like Ark or Conan, which is very interesting. Considering in a lot of games, there's just like a node in the middle of a desert and you fucking chip off that or there's a tree and you interact with that. But in this, it's got dense uh, forests full of foliage and trees and all the shit. And you can gather from any of these points pretty much and they disappear, which is impressive to see in an MMO with a bunch of people on it. It's a lot. It's too. a really neat um aesthetic thing they've done aesthetic there. Yeah. and then to see your pro progression moving up every time you fucking interact with anything mm. you kill animals and then you can go over and skin them and shit for the resources and that levels up too i'm a big survival game junkie and this shit fucking just scratches that itch for me which is really cool for a actual mmo this isn't a fomo it's an actual mmo so it's kind of cool and this game's definitely designed to um as I, I, I'm stealing someone else's wording here. Uh, mm. Scratch monkey brain number go up. Yeah, um. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, if you're if you're over here playing Cookie Clicker, you're probably gonna like this game because yeah. it's it's just like constantly going like, hey, you're leveling up. Everything you're doing, your you're leveling went up. up. Your faction went up. This goes like everything goes up, 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 up. Yeah. Number, number, number. Um, that being said, uh, I do think it's important to address the pacing of the game. Yeah. Um, is old school. Yeah. Um. You're not you're the not game and it's, the, game. the game and its mechanics are modern, but the philosophy of the gameplay is very old school, yeah. like before WoW old school in MMOs. There are metas. Yeah. And if you're impatient, you can look these things up and, and you can speed up the process. And I'm sure you can do speed runs of things. Oh, dude, town boards are like fucking really good XP. Yeah. But if you're just like the type of person who just wants to like hop on after work, play a game for a little bit. Um, it's not like your World of Warcraft, Final Fantasies, you know, whatever, where you're like gonna get a few levels in a night super fast. Uh, you, you got to work for them in this game. So yeah, and it feels like you earned it, which I appreciate. That's something people don't really do much anymore. I think kind of speeds you to the end game. Um, also, the the idea of like like coming in like and hopping on after work or whatever kind of reminds me that this is a forty dollar game and there's no monthly fee. Which is definitely a plus. That's actually a big thing to mention because a lot of people keep talking about the game um, in comparison to the, the the two big ones right now, mm. which are subscription games. This is not yeah. a subscription game. This is more along the lines of ESO and Guild Wars. Yep. You buy the game, you get access. So, um, And even ESO really, as a person who's played quite a bit of ESO at this point, um, you play it for free, but it's way better if you pay that monthly ESO plus it does enhance the game. And I don't mind doing it if I'm playing the game a lot, yeah. but um, new world has not really pushed me. There's a cash shop, but it has never pushed me to spend that extra money. There was a controversy during, I think it was the first beta 
or right before or right after or something like that about some leaked info about the cash shop and people kind of freaked out. So I think they're being super safe right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember hearing a lot of people really fucking pissed off about the cash shop. And now at this point, I'm not hearing anything about it. And I looking at it, I'm like, I don't really want anything out of there. Yeah. Um, the cosmetics are not my taste. Hopefully they'll get better. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I looked at all the cosmetics. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to buy any of these. And then the Twitch drop stuff was uh, uh, annoying. Yeah. It, if you care about immersion in games, the Twitch drop stuff is immersion breaking. Everybody's bad. like running around with this fucking hammer that's like Easter colors. East, Easter colors, perfect. Yeah, it's like teals and baby pink and fucking blue yeah. and shit. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? It is worth saying the game is made by Amazon, so um, I imagine Twitch stuff will be a constant for this game. It'd be crazy if they didn't. Um, which benefits streamers, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so good on them for for planning for that. Um. Because, yeah, I would say streaming is just getting bigger and bigger anyway. So, um, yeah, um, some other things that are going to be hit or miss for people. Um, exploration is done on foot. There is yeah, teleportation. No mounts. But teleportation is not willy-nilly. It costs a resource, and that can get expensive um, fast because it's based off your weight. So the more crap you have on you, the more it costs to teleport. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to do a lot of hoofing it around. There's no mounts. So you get uh, wherever you're um, staying, whatever town you're in, there's you can go to the inn and you can uh, kind of make that your home um, and you're able to teleport there. But anytime you do that, there is uh, an hour cooldown to be able to do it again. The only time I ever noticed that is when I just used it and go, oh, man, I got an hour left. But then I'm playing the game and when I go to do it again. I just hit the button and I start fucking teleporting. I'm like, oh damn, it's already been a fucking hour. So yeah. it's I, I it's interesting. So this game's full of ideas that people are either gonna hate or like. Mm. And even some of the ideas, I'm like, oh, it's rough, but I appreciate it. No mounts, which I fucking mark my words, they're gonna add mounts to this game at some point. But uh I do think they should have mounts, nothing too crazy, maybe like a 20% increase or 40% at most, maybe I don't know. But um there's none in the game. So most of the time in this game, you're going to be fucking traveling now. That, damn nothing anyways. That can yeah. seem tedious, but we've gone so far away from actually experiencing worlds and games and just fast traveling over the fucking place that I appreciate they had the balls to go. No, no, no. You're going to experience this world. You can't even mail shit to people. You have to find the person and fucking trade with them. Um, and now it would be more convenient to be able to do that. But um, this game is really forcing you to experience this world mm-hmm. for better, or for worse, whether you prefer that or not, you got to fucking run there. And, and who knows what they're going to cave on in the future. Right. Yeah. Um, player, Guild Wars two is like, feedback. we'll never have mounts. Yeah. Now there's mounts. So, yeah. I mean, if it costs money for them, um, they'll, they'll change it. That's just, yeah, it's a business. So, um, I just hope they don't get too convenient with some things. Cause I like that this game does make you earn shit. It makes you travel to places. I've memorized places on the map already because I've been there multiple times during quests. Um, there is a fast travel, but mm-hmm. you can't just use it willy-nilly. You already kind of went over that, but there is, I forget what it's called, but there's a, a currency that you um, uh, accrue. Yeah. I was trying to think of the names. <laughs> it's like something off. Um, Azith, I think, or Azith. Azoth, Azoth. something like that. Um, you accrue that from certain missions, particularly the main story quests, and it caps out 
And whenever you fast travel, you spend some of it and it goes down pretty quick if you're fast traveling often, but you re-accrue it. Um, although I believe you can buy that in the cash shop. I think that's one of the controversies because that will make certain people who are willing to spend money and buy it um, progress faster than the people. I heard you can buy it. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I wouldn't that. be surprised because you can get bottles of Azov. Yeah. And I, so it makes sense. So anyway, um, so I, I like their philosophy that that there are shortcuts to get around, but at a cost and at a time limit. Other than that, you need to travel around and experience the world, especially if you're flagged for PvP. You can be flagged or not flagged for PvP. Anyone who's PvE-centric is not going to be flagged for it. But in a game that is about PvP and warring, I think they want you out in the world, being available for situations to happen. Um, and so... Um, as much as sometimes I'm like, fuck, I'm going to run over there again. I like it. It's weird. Just like the um, the gathering. Some people might not want to sit around and just fucking cut shit down all day. And you don't have to. I'm going to tell you right now, it's my favorite part of the game. I, I fucking love it. <laughs> I really enjoy it. It's fucking bizarre. As a guy, I love just can... chopping down trees and cutting fucking different bushes and having access to new things that I couldn't fucking cut down or or mine before or animals I couldn't fucking yeah. skin before. Um, I was like, as a dude who could strip mine in Minecraft for hours, yeah. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fine for me. And so. then you're not just doing it to cut the things down. You're getting resources like any MMO, Good which you point. can use to fucking craft and you get experience and you level up your crafting. It's just constantly, you're just leveling shit up. Mm. Everything you do, as long as you're not just standing there, you're going to be leveling something up. It all goes towards something. And, um, if that does it for you, this game will do it for you. But I understand if someone's like, do I want to fucking sit there and just chop shit down? You don't have to. There's other things to do in the game, but it is a big part of the game. And if you can enjoy that, you're going to get more out of the game. Um, just like combat, uh, fighting things feels involved. You have to dodge block. Uh, you have your, uh, moves. Um, the game does set you up to fight some enemies that are more uh you know higher level than you um which i prefer because it feels like more of a challenge but then even like you know hunting animals finding random animals rabbits fucking boar stuff like that deer hunting them down and uh killing them and skinning them um i think is i think it's fun i like doing it um so i enjoy the combat stuff like that um but yeah i think i think a lot of people are going to struggle with i think pacing is the big one pacing and i don't think one thing people got to realize not saying that people don't get it but i think some people don't get it is all the big mmos that you love or all the big mmos you're referencing yeah. they've been around they started at a basic level and they evolved over time to give you the content that you expect from other mmos this game is brand new it's not and, it, yeah, yeah. and I think it has a good amount of content. I don't think it has a great amount of content, but I think it has a good amount of content, a good starting point. So when I look at this game and I when I tell people about it, I tell them it has a very good foundation. They can do a lot with this game. And if we stick with it or anybody sticks with it and it supports it, I think it has a bright future as long as the devs have good ideas. I think they could do more to make the world more interesting to explore. Um, that's something I would like. I'd like to see mounts. I know some people don't want to see that, but I, I think eventually they're going to add them anyway. Horses, I don't care. Um, but 
there is content that I want from the game, but I also want them to stick to their philosophy on you got you got to earn it. You got to mm-hmm. invest time in this fucking game. When you go, I'm level 175 in this, and somebody who hasn't spent the time to do that, they're gonna go, oh shit, you fucking you've been doing that for a while. Um, just different kinds of progression outside of like I'm level 80 and I got fucking this gear from this dungeon and whatever, which is cool as well. But I like that it has other things to earn. That seems, um, you know, worthwhile. Um, but the 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 freedom, the almost that core root survival game that was in there before they start really working on the PVE content. Games like that, you got to make your own fun anyway. And this game kind of feels like it. It does have structure. There's a main story quest. There's side quests. There's all sorts of shit. But there's a lot of repeatable quests too that you got to do over and over again. And I feel like some people are not going to want want to grind. This game is a grind. So if you if you like grinding in games, you're not going to mind it. But if you're somebody who hates the idea of grinding towards things, I think that grind's enjoyable. It's, that's kind of a vague that's way to put it. It's a two-way surround thing, too. Sure. Um, but I know people who are just not into that kind of shit. And they're like, what, what do you think of the game? You think I should pick it up? And I'm like... I don't know. I mean, like, I'd like you to support the game and check it out. But at the same time, I don't know if you're going to stick with it. I also think it's important to to reiterate the the paid entry slash sub conversation, because, like, if you if you're looking at this MMO and you're you're talking about it like it's a sub base MMO, um, I think you're probably having the wrong idea about the game at that point. Instead of looking at this $40 game and, and going, can I get $40 of entertainment out of this? Yeah. Um, I, I think that's where your head should be. Yeah. Uh, I definitely feel, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even ha- halfway um, EXP scale wise mm. to max level. And I've put $40 of entertainment in it, I'd say. I've already I I I haven't played the game very much compared to some people I know, but uh, I've put like thirty some hours into the game. I've gotten forty dollars out of it. Yeah. Um, and with no monthly subscription fee, that is the way to think about it. Um, which is weird for an MMO, um, especially of you know this caliber. So, but I think that's something that just a lot of people are going to kind of uh, struggle with. Um, I do think this is an MMO that's not for as specific as it once what it once was uh it's it's not for us that specific of a demographic as when they're making that pvp mmo um but they at this point have some pretty uncompromised ideas on how they want this game to be it's in everything and the philosophy of the game whether it's the the crafting the the gathering the traveling they they want you to invest time in it and if that is not your thing and repeatable freeform mission uh taking isn't your thing um if you bought the game maybe come back later when they've added content because it might become the game that you want Mm. but at this point um i like that they're staying strong and being bold about how this game is like uh and they could fold later but uh, as of right now i'm pretty impressed with them just going like no you got to do this yeah you got to do that um were you gonna say something um i have like closing thoughts but i'll wait 
Well, before we close out the discussion, even though we got some videos to watch, and you still got to talk about your games you've been playing. The, um, that was short, at least, though. So. Yeah. Uh, we did a dungeon. Maybe yes. you'll want to hear about that. Yeah, so 25, you on, as long as you're caught up in mm-hmm. your story, or um, at least been doing it, I had to play catch up because I was too busy cutting down every tree and hitting every rock in sight. Yeah, you, you, yeah, <laughs> you gain access to the dungeon through the story, but even at that point, you need to be 25 to access yeah. it. Um, they're called expeditions in this, they're called dungeons. Um, and they are five player content, but accessible with three, which I actually really appreciate because yeah. you can then, um, and I've seen it in every MMO I've played, you get to a point where people want harder content. You can make it harder in that sense. In um, our first go at it, we did three people. We did three people. And, um, I think... It is a good basis for mm-hmm. what dungeons can be. It has good elements to it. Um, it has trash poles. It has um, things like uh, mob spawner. I'm just going to work, work that way that if you don't get rid of it, you're just going to get flooded with um, ads. It has some minor puzzle solving, which is kind of neat. Um, there are some the, some mechanics that the, the bosses will throw at you. Nothing super complicated, but I their head is is there already yeah they're they're in a good direction already yeah so it's the first expedition we did yeah and i was very happy to see that because um pve content has to have that challenge factor people are gonna get bored of it right and if the expeditions make you have to pay attention to things like don't stand in ring or you get stunned and then ghosts start smacking you around Mm -hmm. that's kind of important so um the ramp up from the the bosses on the way and the last boss was pretty insane. Fucking though. huge, yeah. Um, I mean, we still beat him, but yeah, that it, was a rough fight. Yeah, we we um, whittled him down quite yeah. literally. So there was a moment in the middle of that fight where I was like, "We're not gonna fucking beat this." It guy. felt like a wipe, but yeah, yeah. I was like, "We're not gonna fucking beat this because we all went down once." Yeah, MMO brain went. It's not over till it's over. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then we kept going, and once we got him halfway down, I was like, "We can fucking kill this guy." Yeah. So a lot of kiting. Yeah. Um, and we did. And I was like, yeah. I was fucking pumped that we did it. So, and it sucks because I've unlocked new passives that would have made that situation way easier at this point. Now. Well, I'm sure it'll be way easier now <laughs> that we've all, you know, leveled up. And um, if we had two more people, it would have been fucking easy. Like, yeah, unless, unless it scales, I don't know. But, uh, fighting that boss of three people with a, a healer, a tank, and then me being DPS, it was fucking rough. Especially because, like, I was the lowest level. I think I was, like, 25. I think, like, as soon as I had 25, we fucking hopped in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you know, I was taking hits all right, but not as well as both of you because you guys both, I think you were at 28 at the time. and One, I'm tank. Sarah, yeah, and Sarah was 30. (laughs) So, um, but, I mean, we did it. Yeah. um, And you give some, like, kind of, I guess, um, idea as well how the game works. You have a stamina bar. So, um you can't just go crazy blocking and dodging or you'll run out of stamina and your character becomes sluggish for a little bit while it recharges blocking the boss's hits. My stamina would go from a hundred to like 22 in mm-hmm. one hit. I was like, Holy crap. So you have to, I have to let go block in between swings to get some stamina back. So there was some strategy to it. Um, and like I said, this first dungeon. And so my, my head immediately went, is this dungeon perfect? No, but it was fun. And I could tell by the design of it, they're thinking, 
They're thinking yeah. of how to make it engaging. It's got, like I said, some pretty much, it's all very minor stuff, but it's like they did put a puzzle in there. They did put bosses and sub bosses in there. They put mechanics on the boss fights and stuff like that. There's chests to loot and there's conditions to open some of those chests and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. like, um, if they just, and this, again, this, I think it's just kind of the theme of this game right now. They have this great place they're at. And if they they're hungry for it, and they 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 listen to player feedback, and they they are aggressive with content, um, I I'm excited for it. it could go. Yeah. yeah, it's the this the two things I keep telling people is like this is a two each their own game. You're either in dig or you're not. But I do believe, regardless of how you feel about it right now, the foundation is very strong. It's for them to make this game shit, because I think under the right developer, and they could be that. They made the game. Uh, I think this game could turn into something really fucking good, because um, it has a bunch of great things. Like I said, it, it's weird for me to say this, but like the the gathering, best in any MMO ever. Um, so I mean, at least they got that. But it's really satisfying. They got they got a lot of the other cool systems. The housing systems really fucking interesting. It ain't ESO, but like it's cool that there are like whole districts of towns that just have houses that you can buy and there's a tax system to that. They count and, as fast travel points as well. And they count as fast travel points. And um, I still haven't seen it yet, but I guess uh, it will randomly display uh, people who own that house because it's instanced. Uh, but to make it, you know, kind of seem like the town is populated, it will randomly show you other people's versions of that house on that road, which I think is a really cool idea. Um so yeah, the game's got a lot of cool ideas. Um, and then, of course, one thing I have to reiterate is this game was not planned to be a PvE game. So they did it last minute. I think they did a good job for last minute. Um, I was thinking the launch of this game was really good outside of the servers. Um, 100%. There People not, way overwhined about that. Yeah, there's not a lot of fucking problems with this launch. I don't I don't think people remember MMO launches, man. Because um, there's been some bad ones. But... Um, yeah, a lot of really good ideas. Uh, they're definitely serious about the game. Um, it's just for them to support and create content for. And if they do a good job with that, um, you know, seven years down the road, if the game's still around, hopefully, you know, they, they've thought bigger and better and gotten crazy with the ideas because any, any MMO successful still around right now had to do that. I mean, I remember when I played ESO, I was like, this game's fucking sterile, dude. dude I this is, hated ESO in the beta. I, I I played it. I was like, dude, it's like okay, but nothing's fucking gonna like this thing gonna pull me from other MMOs. Now I played. I'm like, this got focused. It got honed in on what the fuck uh, Elder Scrolls is, and now it's an experience that I feel like I can only have really here. It has systems other games have, but it also the whole package feels like ESO. I don't, I don't have to make a case for 14. It's I think one of the most original big MMOs out there. Uh, it is not wow. I think it's growth is speaking for itself right now. Yeah. Um, but all these games started somewhere and grew into what they are. And um, New World just came out. It's got to do the same thing. Yep. And I'm also on, you know, some of you guys might think this is kind of dumb, but I know you're on the same page. But, like, I am one of those people who who are hungry for new MMOs. And I'm at the point where I will support any brand new MMO as long as it's not some weird scam game or some fucking, you know, weird free-to-play MMO, but, like, legit MMOs, if anyone's gonna fucking have the balls to fucking put the resources, time, and money into making a brand-new MMO in a time where it's just legacy MMOs, 
I want to support those games because I want to show the market that there is interest in new MMOs. So we get more new MMOs. Um, and so I, I'm glad I invest in New World. I'm enjoying it. I like it. Um, I'm looking at Ashes of Creation. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I said Asses of Creation. Um, and then there's a couple of other ones out there. But um, even if they're not perfect when they release, um, I want to support them so that we have more options in MMOs. Because the market, um, even though these games are evolving and getting cool new features, it's stagnant. It's fucking, it's dead. There's no new MMOs. I'll say, if you get in there and you, and you kind of like the idea they got going or the way a game feels, it's going to be really important with MMOs right now um, that are coming out because we haven't really got to do this in a while to hang in there and give them time to make a game. Yeah. MMOs are huge time sinks for developers and money sinks. They cost the shitload of money to they make. Very Especially expensive. In, the, in the development of the game itself before the servers. It's it, it's you're well, making just, massive games with massive networking with massive fucking uh balances and items that you have to create and gear and worlds and lore and all sorts of shit. And the bigger the games get, um, the development becomes more and more intense regardless. Because let's Especially say when you implement like a new fucking uh, race or class. Yeah, you, know, you have to make all the old armors all over again yep. to fit on that model. You got to do all this stuff. Unless everyone's humanoid, and then you kind of save yourself some headache in that regard, yeah, which is probably smart sure. development wise. <clears throat> but then, yeah, you, if you implement new jobs, now you got another thing or classes to implement more math for balancing acts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So the longer games out, the more it, the, the cost doesn't really go down. The tech aspect of it might go down in price, but the cost of development just stays or gets, mm -hmm. gets higher. So if it doesn't, you see the content come out slower because they can't afford to do it as fast. So, um, yeah, that tangent out of the way. Um, unless you have more to say on no. the world, I think, um, on a personal note, to kind of close out with us, New World, I think it was worth the 40 bucks. I think it's worth checking out and supporting right now. I would highly recommend, if you're playing this game, to play it at a casual pace as to not burn yourself out because it is a grindy game. Yeah. And um, the way I've been looking at it, it is a good second MMO for me. 14 is my main. But there, are, anyone who's played an MMO at endgame level realizes there are content droughts. And during those droughts, I think New World's a great game to hop into because I don't have to pay a sub, first off. And secondly, um, because the, the landscape's constantly changing and if they're aggressive in, in adding content to it, I'm going to have something to do every time I come back. So um, I think that's great. Personally, and I do think there's a warning that is important to put out there, if you have an EVGA card or a Gigabyte card, there's still problems. It's very rare. So don't worry too much, but I have bricked a second graphics card now. So um, I'm going to take a break from the game. They got to work on that. Like, I can't just keep sending my cards back to EVGA. Fucking A, dude. Like, but I have to if go I lost one card, I'd be like, fuck this game. now. Yeah. Um, I'm glad which, you mentioned that after we've talked about all the caveats of this game, because yeah. that is, that's a fucking thing. That is to do your research before freaking out or anything like that but it is pretty restricted to evga is the big one which is the one i have and then some gigabyte cards so yeah but yeah i'm having fun yeah when your card's not getting destroyed that that is the thing like 
I guess you could go like, oh, I understand in the beta that a problem and it bricked my GPU, but like twice, like fucking, yeah, you can't just keep <laughs> sending if, it back in for them to send you another if one. If I wasn't the type of person who had a backup GPU to be able to continue using my computer, I'd probably, my mood would be much different, oh, right? Oh, dude, 100%, <laughs> dude. Um, Luckily, we got a bunch of GPUs in this house. So. Well, and, and EVJ's warranty and customer support is really good. So, like, there's no stress factor. They've already, I literally contacted them last night and they've already sent me the the steps to send it in so it's good um they're fast it's great so yeah but whatever's going on between and I, it, whether it's evga's fault nvidia's fault or amazon game studios that shit needs to get figured out because there are people who are not in my position so for sure dude like imagine you like saved up a bunch of money got the one fucking gpu you're excited to that are hard to have a right fucking now. powerful ass gpu that yeah you can't get because goddamn fucking supply line is fucked but uh um and then you you brick it and you're like well i don't have a pc anymore yeah that that would blow um i mean i don't have any problems with my pc but luckily I, you know i have a second one and i have i have spare gpus so like if that thing bricked for some reason i'd still be able to play stuff but it, it would be annoying but yeah just it's a fuck situation regardless but for people who just like got the one that would suck especially if you just want to play a game like oh god that's so crazy yeah, i got plenty of my mind. to play but it does suck because i i i want to play new world sure <laughs> yeah but but is the cost worth it like the risk um i'm sure ebg is probably tired of switching my card out anyways yeah uh, so, so to close out this talk, because this episode's going to run really long, but we've had a lot of games we've been playing to kind of catch up on. Uh, I think we're both really liking New World outside yeah. of the things we've talked about. Um, I do understand almost every criticism that I've heard from this game outside of the server stuff. Uh, that I think some people weren't less understanding about than they should have uh, been. But um, Or just people poo-pooing for no fucking reason. For sure. But uh, the criticism of the gameplay loop, um, I have not talked to anybody who has criticized the game that I think was being unfair so far. Great. Um, this is a two-each-their-own game, and it does have gameplay that some people just aren't going to dig. Um, if you did buy the game, hopefully you, uh, unless you played in less than two hours... Um, which I would say play more so you actually know if you like the game. Um, just know that you're supporting an MMO and fucking come back later and hopefully the game turns into something uh, more robust and something that you can enjoy more. But um, if you don't agree with our opinions in the comments, you want to let us know if you're liking the game, not liking the game. Um, I mean, I'm probably going to agree with you either way. I'm just a person on one side going, I like the game. But for sure, I've talked to people who are like, I don't like the game. I'm like, oh, what, do you, what do you like about it? And they start going off. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I also I don't, mean, I don't love the game. I have to say that. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah, I, don't I like, it like the game. Yeah. And I can see myself in the future loving I, the I'm excited for the future. Though. Yeah. The, just so. playing it, I'm like, this is solid. Like, the, there's some really cool shit they can do with this, this engine. Because even though it lacks some of the content people are looking for... It's a, it's, it feels like a modern engine. Uh, unlike a lot of legacy MMOs were made fucking 10 years ago mm -hmm. or even longer. And they're just updating those engines and, and building upon old infrastructure. This is a brand new game, brand new engine. Um, it's future potentially can be more advanced yeah. uh, when it comes to MMOs. It's, it's gathering, bring up again, is more advanced than any other MMO I've played. So 
um, in like a, a technical level, and uh, it's it's really cool. It's uh, the game's got vaulting too. I mean, I, that's not a big thing for some people. For me, it feels like a modern game when I can like vault over a fucking fence or jump it, over. It a feels good too. So. Yeah, it it feels like every MMO should have it. So, um, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Feels modern. Feels like a brand new game. So, uh, but yeah, we both like it. Uh, but Chris doesn't make sense in, in a lot of regards. 100%. So let us know in the comments. Uh, have you played it? What do you think of it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? What don't you like about it? What do you like about it? Maybe you're in, in the middle. Um, and if you haven't played it, are you interested in playing it? If you're not, why not? If you are interested in playing and haven't pulled the trigger yet, why not? Mm -hmm. Let us know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to New World. Uh, what else have you been playing? Um, I'm also going to add criticisms should be openly said so Amazon can see them too, so they can do something about it. Sure. Um, so. Uh, played some Mortal Kombat XL. Uh, originally, when we talked about the Plus games, we weren't sure if this was the newest one or the one before. It is definitely the one before most of my... Um, uh, the graveyard where you can unlock stuff was done. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I uh, started playing the story. I was on like chapter 10 or 11 or something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, I played yeah, this. Yeah, so... Um, can't really talk about it outside of that. Played it. Talked about it in the month. Um play a little bit of minecraft but mostly in single player i got all these ideas in my head right now but i can't seem to like um necessarily realize them so i've been kind of mm. like messing around there and because survival resources are not as um expendable as they are in uh creative i've been building in creative to kind of make sure that i have the idea i want before i go gather spend the time gathering the resources and building something in a more dangerous environment so mm. um that's where i'm at in there um Mostly right now, I'm trying to make it like a shrine to house the dragon egg from when we killed the Ender Dragon. So, um, now I'm drawing a blank on what I played. Um, I know. So I always make a list. Yeah, I probably should. Uh, when I I usually only play like two three things a week, but yeah. it has been weeks. So, yeah, with the whole COVID thing, fucking yeah, there, we have like weeks of games we've been playing. That's why I cut some of the games. I'm like, I don't need to talk about that. Um. I, I think the only thing really I've left it that's worth talking about is um, I picked up or picked up. I started playing Dragon Quest Eleven again. Oh, yeah. um, I honestly couldn't tell you why. I just had like this itch to play um, a traditional JRPG like one night. Uh, I think I was just kind of like didn't know what I wanted to do. I started playing it and I realized, um, as I always do when I play a JRPG, that this that's my roots. Yeah. <laughs> And I, in, in two play sessions, have put 20 hours into that game already. So um, I love that that game. It's really well made. Um, the story's not like phenomenal or anything, but it is good. It's 100% good. I'm it's not, not down It's not Nino Kuni 2, but it is kind of a simple story. It is, but it's it is charming. also darker than it, it appears to be because yeah. the game has a very goofy visual style. Yeah. Um, but the thematics of it are pretty dark, um, as Dragon Quest likes to do. So... Um, for people who have played it, without spoiling anything, I started Act 2, which happens after a pretty major um, event, and I am revisiting a former arena-turned-casino. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, I have not done it yet, but that's where I'm at. So, um, I also love that this game has like this the skill tree system, but it's not like overly complex. It's like actually very simple. But um, the game does really allow you to kind of like 
like character A can use this weapon, this weapon, and then sometimes also shields, right? And and then sometimes they're allowed to do a wield and other people aren't. And and those trees let you kind of explore that. And it's it's interesting because almost all of the characters in that game at this point, I don't think any of them are on the default in which I had received them. I, I went out of my way to try their alternate weapons, it mm. seems like, with every character, which may be not the most efficient thing, but it has been kind of fun. Um, like the, 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 the older guy trying to stay vague on, on details, he starts off as like a monk. And I now I got him as like a caster with a, a two handed, like, you know, with a magic staff mm, and he does like, interesting. uh, heals and attack spells and stuff like that. And it's really funny. Cause then in story elements, he's doing martial arts and stuff. I'm like, it's not even the character I made. <laughs> so it's fun. I don't know. Um, the only thing I say is if you've never played it, there is a um, newer version of the game. Um, oh, yeah. Called, I think it's called the Elusive Age or something like that. I can't remember. It originally came on a Switch. It is on everything now. It's on everything now? It is on everything Good now. Um, it also lets you play the game in old school 2D if you want to. So Yeah, that's crazy. I um, saw that. I would 100% recommend, if you like JRPGs, to pick it up. Very cool game. It's, I mean... The stories I, I I've played it for anybody who doesn't know I put like almost 130 hours into it so I played it quite a bit, um I fucking loved it, um it is one of my favorite JRPGs, not story wise I like the story I think it's cool, but just fucking experience wise I love the charm I love the gameplay I love that there's things, uh, in the world you can find that like are powerful and. Uh, like you were talking about earlier today, um, in the casino, mm-hmm. there's something to, that you're working towards that um, is very beneficial. And I miss JRPGs that have um, those little mini things, games. mini games, stuff like that. Um, that game was one of the games that when I beat it, I was not stoked that it was over. I was like, fuck, that's, man. That's a t- pretty typical. I think the biggest thing is with JRPGs because the time sink, mm-hmm. you, you've lived in the game, like quite literally at that point. As long so. as there's stuff to do and the characters are likable for me. Because um, I played other ones like Final Fantasy 15 when I finished it, um, because of the nature of the ending, uh, it felt like I finished the story and it felt. Um, I mean, I could see that that game does I, the way I, it ends is kind of yeah. I did have like a little bit of like, oh man, it's over. But at the same time, it's so story heavy, and the ending is finite. So, um, when I was done with it, I felt like I had finished a movie, kind of. Outside of obviously, I was playing it. I think that game, yeah, for yeah. sure, it does have post game, but yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, but yeah, when I played like fucking Dragon Quest, I. I've been like exploring this world and doing a lot of grinding and doing all this casino shit and all these side things and all these fun little charming missions and shit that when I was over, I was like, God damn it. Like, what do I do now? I mean, that was me even with Nino Kuni too, though. Like that game stories, like whatever, but, um, the experience is a lot of fun though. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. And after I was done playing and I was like, I kind of want to be a completionist about this. I didn't have Mm -hmm. time to be, but the, the want was there for sure. Um, but yeah, I um, it's scratching a, a real, a real itch I have right now, um, which will always come back because, like I said, this is this is pretty much where like gaming, um, blew up for me. I won't say started because mm-hmm. we started on like you know Zelda and Mario like and Sonic and stuff like that like everyone else, but um, I think I fell in love with gaming because of JRPGs. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, and that's pretty much it. I can't. It's hard to talk about JRPGs because like I have to talk about the story. It, yeah. <laughs> so play this game it is it and is it's, a good one. It's not like a movie like where you're going to spoil. Like someone has to decide to invest the time in this game to experience it. You said you already have like sixty hours in the game. And I had like a hundred and fucking twenty six or some shit. It's like Persona Five. I haven't beat that game. I'm I would, I would love to fucking play that game, but goddamn, I was with the Royal Edition. I was like five or six. Yeah, I would just restart. It was like five or six hours in the game, and I'd like been. I was still doing the first fucking dungeon of the game. It's a big game. Well, there's just like a lot of uh, not commentary, a lot of dialogue, a lot of story. But first dungeon's very very bad about that and then it's like, also a tutorial yeah which is why it's bad about that and then like everything in that game has huge social stuff yeah. so you're talking to people you're talking to people you have to like that that dynamic um and then that's the, the reason why huge that's the reason why i haven't beaten uh fire emblem yet it's, yeah, it's, it's very simple. All the social <laughs> shit, and I loved it. I love, I love the gameplay. And I love yeah. the juxtaposition of fucking tactical combat and this weird borderline dating social game. Yeah. Um, it's really cool, but it's a fucking time sink. Like you're there, you're invested, you're trying to figure out what people like and yeah. getting to know them and shit, and then you're taking that into combat and having these like fucking thirty minute, forty minute fucking skirmishes it's really interesting that fire emblem and persona actually are very similar in that regard it's yeah. just that the type of combat they offer are different because they're yeah. both they're both also very much calendar based games yep so it's yeah. interesting it's really interesting what we're we talking about oh dragon jeez general dragon yeah Quest. um that's just the one game i i've been i i mean like i said in two days i put like 20 hours into it so i was definitely hitting it pretty hard on that note, fucking um, Tales of Rise still on my hit list. I have to beat that game before the end of the year, before our game of the year discussion, because I feel like it could be a contender for my top three. Um, but I'm going to start playing that probably after I beat Far Cry 6, because um, I'm invested in that. I want to beat the story, see if it stacks up for me for game of the year. I don't think it's going to, but um, yeah, we'll see. So whatever I'm going to do, I have to do before November uh 19th november 19th oh yeah um but yeah i think tales of rise will will um i've been hearing great things about it um from the reviews to even just random people on twitter saying they loved it so um i want to play it i've been hyped about it for a while i just haven't had a ton to play it so once i get uh you know a game that's going to take like 20 hours to beat out of the way i'm gonna start playing it and hopefully beat it before the end of the year um and yeah before other games fucking come out because this year uh is just releasing all the big bangers now until the end of the year so yeah and then next year is going to be all the stuff people push back so is force of horizon not the force horizon coming out this year i think it's next year i could be wrong next year i could be wrong that was coming out later this year i've been i've been hearing a bunch of shit about that people got to play recently and they're like this is the best looking racing game ever made and they spent three years on this instead of two and it fucking shows and it's like people are hyping it up i'm like i mean when we saw it it looked like one of the best looking racing games ever made yeah it's amazing looking yeah visually i should say so that's another game i gotta fucking pick up and then i gotta figure out what piece of halo i get to play soon i don't know what the fuck they're doing with that game um anyway are you playing anything else nothing worth mentioning nothing worth mentioning okay um 
So yeah, let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing, any games you would recommend, any games you would tell us to not fucking play. No one ever says that, but I always like to throw that out there. Maybe you're someone who's like, I should warn them, but I don't know if I should. Yeah, you should. Fucking tell me not to play a game. And I might just play it anyway. Um, and yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. Okay, we got videos to watch. Uh, three of them. So, uh, you know, this ain't going to be as long as the discussion we've had. but um, it's gonna be much shorter. It's going to be much shorter, but it's still going to be a sit. It's going to be like a three-hour taste cast. But uh, with, the, you missed us. with the absence <laughs> of us... In in light of the bullshit, fucking, we got to make up for it. So, uh, first video we got is in theme with a game we talked about, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, release date trailer for PS5 and PS4. Um, TGS apparently happened when I was laying in bed, and what I've gathered is a not not a whole lot of shit was really like announced, nothing really big and new. But there was a lot of trailers that came out for games that were to kind of expecting i think this is one of those so we're gonna watch a lot it. of interviews a lot of interviews i should go through that and again let me let me re-emphasize if there is a video that came out during tgs or in general that we we didn't react to because we weren't reacting to anything um let us know and uh I'm, I'm trying to catch up so uh fill me in on that um okay so this trailer again stranger paradise it's three minutes we're gonna watch it and uh we're, we're both already picking it up but <laughs> Maybe this will make us more hyped or maybe tell us, whoa, maybe we shouldn't be so hyped on it. Maybe it fucking sucks. That'd be crazy if a trailer was able to convey that. Especially after playing it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ready to watch this? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. Gotcha. Paul Fancy likes to have crazy fucking loud music. 35 years, Jesus. Everybody's still talking about chaos in the comments, too. If I learned anything from uh, the internet in the last two years, uh, words that get popular don't deserve. So, like every other word that comes out of people's mouth these days. <laughs> Wait! My crystal. It's her. It, yeah, it's very it's cool. Because the map we did do was all indoors and that walked castles and shit. When darkness fails the world, four warriors of light egg. shall come. I'm Neon. Yeah. And I only count three of you. They all have the same eyes. Deliver this, this world from the clutches of darkness. Boy, it's worth. You thought it looked like easy pickings. This land is home to four crystals. Fire, wind, water, and earth. The darkness corrupting them causes fires to rage, winds to die, seas to languish, and earth to decay. The people are lost, and scarce little light remains in their I did that. Right. Demo. So you want us to do something you know, about the, the darkness time, clouding the crystals? Off the edge, so I still don't for it. The fellow's death. But I was just like, why? There. What's up with summons? What are you? It's a light. Answer me. Those are just like, oh, they are here. Yeah. I like maybe a notification. summons, but they look so like bang. Yeah. Also, being two things. 
Pepsi Man. True. I couldn't. I know its name. That's kind of He's out there. I can feel him. I just have to keep looking. He's out there. May the crystal's blessing be with you. Hmm? Always. Oh, sorry. Chain. I haven't seen that before. Um, the voice actor? I'm not even like. I like they never sound okay. It's right? just their, their directions. Garland. <laughs> yeah. Their conversations sound like a bunch My of My name's Jack really Garland. Groupy, but like none of them are like. Yeah. They just all have gruff voices, but. Okay, so March 18th of 2022, second demo coming soon. Well, we played that. We did that, yeah. But we skipped this trailer because we were not around. <laughs> um, what do we think? Um, I don't. You know what's the worst part about the trailers they've shown for this game? I don't think it really conveys the gameplay loop very well. No, fucking nothing I've watched on this. Even the first demo I played didn't fucking convey the game to me as well as when we played it. Yeah. Um, I That's think why I thought it was important we discuss it because... People might not fucking know. Yeah. I mean, it serves as uh, a story trailer, which is mm. good. It also definitely emphasizes the second ma um, uh, map, which we did not do. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, After playing it, um, it was nice to be able to watch the trailer and see things that I wanted to see. Like, I love Corals. It's one of my favorite enemies in Final Fantasy, and it was in the second mm. map. Um they're typically annoying because they, they do status effects, but I love the way they look. Um, it looks like, I don't know if those are Sahagin. It's kind of hard to tell. The worm. Uh, different animations for the executions for everything, too. Uh, so they, you know, I I shouldn't be super surprised. The, the Team Ninja makes quality-ass games. And mm. um, I'm just glad to see that... Um, Especially from playing it and even seeing this, there, there's going to be variety. Um, and if it's anything like Neo 2, it should be a pretty long game, hopefully. So, Yeah, I feel like you're going to get 20 or 30 hours out of this at the least. Yeah. I also, kind of touching on when you're talking about like things from Final Fantasy. Um, I mean, all Final Fantasies, I've always loved the continuation of... Um, all these character types and, and monster types from every Final Fantasy carrying over into other ones, but having different interpretations of them mm -hmm. that are typically identifiable. Like, oh, it's a Chocobo, but it looks more realistic here. Oh, that's more cartoony looking. Um, and even that being shared into other people making Final Fantasy stuff, it's interesting to see their interpretation of these things, which you can identify by seeing them, but they look different because this doesn't, Square Enix making this. Yeah. Um, so I kind of love that shit um, with just their games, but even seeing it here is really neat. Yeah. The, the, and I, Square knows that they're, they value it very much so, but mm -hmm. Final Fantasy is a brand. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So it's, it's their, it's the brand for them outside yeah. of Dragon Quest. Yeah. But I, I would argue Final Fantasy is more 
global global yeah for sure um less celebrated than dragon quest but yeah they take time off for dragon quest <laughs> so. um but yeah it, it was a decent trailer honestly all this did to me was made me go like god damn it they just like released the game because i played the demo i really enjoyed it i want to play it more and i saw more shit that i haven't done and so i'm excited to play it even more so um i don't think that's the trailer that did it to me i think it's that i played the game and now i'm seeing content i don't have access to so yeah, the trailer was super just okay yeah it was fine it was fine like if i had not played the game and watched that back maybe i'll pick it up but i've played the game i like the game so um it's kind of a weird way to watch a trailer but yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> yeah anything else nope all right let us know in the comments uh what you think of stranger of paradise final fantasy origin that fucking name um did it look interesting to you did it not did anything that we said about it possibly sway you into being more interested in it or did you play the demo and you have your own thoughts on uh that experience let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments it was a cool trailer did you like the trailer did you hate it let us know all right next video we got is earth defense force tokyo game show 2021 gameplay again tgs happened we didn't watch any of this shit so um and we're both earth defense force fans um so sixth game is definitely exciting this is a 14 minute video so it's a little long uh they will be talking about um gameplay while showing gameplay anything you want to say before he watches um i mean it's just kind of an interesting tidbit one of the streamers i watch um got to be there um, with them to talk to him about the game because mm -hmm. uh, she's a fan of the the series and they asked her if she wanted to be in the game so her vo she'll probably do some voice acting for the game which i thought was kind of interesting that's uh, interesting yeah i mean at least there's not the pressure of her having to act well no 100 because uh, everyone's gonna fucking be like whoa no and, and obviously and honestly it was more you know Oh, this this person who's, you know, got a pretty decent you know following, mm -hmm. enjoys our game. This is a good promotion for us for sure. Thing, yeah, you know, so it's like cross promotion, but, really. Yeah, yeah, and but the, it was just it's neat because obviously like she enjoys the game. You could tell. So it's just like, do you want to be in it? Well, who's gonna say no to that? Yeah, I want to be in your game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for sure, cool moment. That's cool. But other than that, I mean, yeah, EDF. Yeah. I mean, I, I like every EDF I've played. I'm a huge advocate of them. Um, when people are like, oh, I'm not really into them. I, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, but not really. Because I think they're fucking really fun and, and uh, offer a lot. So um, I, I think more people should play EDF. Um, I'm very excited for a sixth one. I mean, beaten five. Um, but uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm curious about what new features are they adding to this? Because it, each one... I mean, it's mostly just you got new maps, new enemies, new weapons. Mm. That's enough for me. But um, they did add a couple things to 5 that were not in 4.1. Um, like being able to run with certain characters and other things. So I'm curious about what else they are doing here. So, yeah. Also, I think the, the big thing to mention with EDF, if you're not familiar for some reason, uh, I think they are like the epitome of video game yeah 100 percent. It's, yeah. it's gameplay yeah that's it like you're there for fun you're not getting great graphics you're not getting like a compelling story you're not getting great voice acting they know exactly what the fuck these games are they lean into the camp fuck 150 percent 
but the gameplay is what matters and and if you want to destroy fucking cities while unloading on huge crowds of giant insects and aliens with crazy fucking weapons that a lot of people would never even dream of fucking making in their game um in a multiplayer co-op experience i mean like you don't there's no there's no other with edf loot. with loot yeah there's no there's no games like edf so they are yeah. purely gameplay and um a video game for the sake of fun so anything else let's go all right three two one and go and what i mean showing okay let's get started that green screen yeah looks horrible so during the loading there are a couple of useful information okay there are a couple of people who, oh yeah who <laughs> next like uh, ordinary people so this is the uh, underground base okay so uh, human beings, which is interesting because um, uh, EDF five starts in an underground base like this. The tutorial, yeah, yeah, That's which right, is because fucking. Is, I hate it so much. Pretty bad. It's so bad. Collapsed. It's interesting though because it looks like there's a objective indicator. The there's a trail he has to follow, which is that was in five. And you have to was there? Yeah. use the radar. I don't remember that at all. Um, we look at the people on I will side, point out uh, that the city's already ruined. Yeah, the, people with the, different the trees were wiggling, which is pretty advanced for EDF. That's weird. Uh, what they wear is different so there may be military people and also civilians right that is also, right so um, it looks like uh you know some people a lot on the screen for EDF. yeah um, so, so they back as well that's pretty exciting because one of the, the best to protect the EDF is there's all this stuff and it's all destructible and whatnot mm. And so, just more variety that, of that. These kinds of people. Well, it's just weird in a so game where you can destroy everything. Shit's already destroyed. The, uh, but so it's like a post-apocalyptic fucking EDF, which is interesting. But the the density of uh, items, all the stuff on the screen, so is more than they've done in the past. The blue suit. Actually, also, the is the textures on the outfits are, from the are slightly maybe? more advanced than before. Yes, I know for anybody who's not getting closer to the enemy, so aware of I, let me change the weapon. Yes, uh, I see, oh, I see. Guy. Can I shoot? Anybody who's not I, I acquainted with these games is probably like, what are you talking about? Like, we fucking talking about these graphics. I feel kind of bad. Well, we are, we are trying very hard yeah, to survive. In pure comparison to 5. Yeah, yeah. not in general. Like... So we have to fight back. There's no option. There's no mercy. We have to fight back so, there's no mercy you know we don't speak same language so we have to fight against each other and <laughs> that's they not really good reasoning i'm gonna have to no i think everybody should fight against each other if they don't speak the same language that's that sounds like human we, history when we attack them and to see. they fell down but uh the over uh, time they get recovered they are still alive uh, he is still alive <sighs> It is, it they didn't get rid of the, the regenerating limbs and stuff. Yeah. God, I was trying to figure out. And I have to shoot again. Here's the EDF hot take. Anyone and doesn't play the game doesn't care. It. I don't like in five the Last blood effects, the and they're in this. Okay, now, oh, that they go this is how it should. Yeah, it's just too much. I think it just makes yeah, the I, map I look jump, ridiculous. I mean, it's not enough to make me go fuck. I hate this, but I prefer if they weren't there. You can also climb over these objects. Why don't you try it? 
Yeah, try it. Maybe it was too high. Interesting. Yes, I could do that. I was able to do You do that. a weird like floaty jump. So usually. you don't have to jump. Yeah, it's very floating. You just gotta like get uh, in the air and your feet are rolling, you just kinda of float by. You can you can climb. And on the left hand side there are enemies, so be careful. I do okay. not remember arrows so pointing they have at you like guns. And they are I, kind of It was only in the tutorial yes. mission, to my knowledge. They can have a conversation um, with each other. Or if you're idle for a long, or too long in a mission, like so not So, Watanabe-san, you have to watch your back. Weird. So... That's interesting, they're like, on the buildings. Yeah, I don't remember the, the frogs climbing. Yeah, when I fought yeah. them, they just walked so in the street. Uh, they were good about taking cover and hopping back right. out if when they were... You see some mm, obstacles, their health, but you don't have to hesitate, you can... Blow them up. Okay, now let me do that. Maybe there's an enemy um, yeah, on the back of this building, I think. It's still, the end result still, everything falls down, disappears, yeah. I'm sure, but. There you go. The collapsing looks nicer. Use a different weapon. Please. <laughs> yes, now he's gone. Yes. If you look at the map, yes, it looks like uh, all the. Uh, aliens the world looks like this. What are you fucking fighting for? Um, how uh, I mean, my people doing? So are we got. You're saving the world in EDF the four and five, and the whole process of saving the world is destroying. Yeah, cities. You're, you're doing this. So you, yeah. If there's <laughs> already like this before you show up, fuck you, doing. So I'm seeing we're still getting the ammo, or not the ammo, the weapon, the crates, crates. we're getting the fucking armor crates. They are kind of the civilians. The same. I wouldn't Instead expect them to change that, but making a, a communication specific to there, military, yeah. you can but have the system changed quite a bit from five four kind point, of from four point one because and the lieutenant um, is making a military specific communication uh, levels up your weapons. And there are some non-professional fighters, but you, just, you have to if really you've got the same weapon, other. you still didn't get anything. Mm. Yeah, I think five just was overall quality of life uh, better. So yeah. Okay. It is weird there on Be top. Be careful, everyone. No, it's, it's cool, though. I'm glad they're... Well, watch out, watch ...being out. affected by the terrain. Yeah. I also think it's weird that we're getting the frogs as our example. Well, this looks great. I'm not that I'm yeah. complaining. They're probably one of the fun. most common enemies. Why assume this is fucking one of the first levels, if not the first level? So it'd be interesting if you start expecting frogs. Uh, right um, behind your back. So be careful. I hope you can turn those arrows off. Wow, it's fun. I hate that I, I there's a constant stream of arrows coming out of them. Let me play. Well, what on ever sun? I, I don't care. Let me continue. Well, please stop. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but please stop. I have to uh, introduce please some stop. other aspects. Hey, no, I want your password control over Jokajima-san. What is so fun? Like Please release victimized. it immediately. Please yeah, stop. I know we had to postpone the release timing. But anyway, uh, next time I'm going to play. Let me see. Please stop. My turn to play. <laughs> Which one do you tell want people to play? play game. said it's my turn. Any comments from the audience? Raider? Air Raider? I mean, I'd Sensor. like to see the Air Raider, but... Okay, a lot of people say Raider, so... Okay, I'm going to choose the Air Raider. Oh boy. 
It's a character that can request airstrikes, right? Yes. The UI looks very so I similar think there are a lot of the story prior games and the character designs are different. Yeah, though, please be yeah. patient. I know the wing guy kind of similar, released. but I barely saw him. And all okay, five maybe you, uh, it's hard to understand, but uh, I want to start here. Three or four so, jobs Air Raider. Okay, I think this Your is going to be outfit a advanced very, uh, as you play the game. Because in the beginning, the fencer just looks like a fucking uh, like a worker. Yeah. yeah. And, then and we're going to use that yeah, the drone. Weird. Interesting. Uh, I, I, oof, I fucking Raider. hate those arrows. In this world. Yeah, so they don't they know do how much off. power they have. I, I hope so, because I really fucking I hate but the way it looks. Now you're going um, to see that. And at least there's the no way to fucking not understand where to go. But... What's the, the graphics are great. Do? I don't know. Uh, the drum is hovering. It's something it, that it like, I have never unlocked. Points. I've never seen that before. Oh, the professor is there. It's she's kind of in the way. Okay, I'm going to throw throw it, and oh, you can see wow. the drone flies up, and the grenade will be it did the spread. Attack. So That's that is a a weapon. The fuck? That is very up to the time. They've changed and it up a lot. And another one I want you to but do is the gun carrier. Save the earth. Like a like they went from doing like fucking naval bombardments to drones. Well, I hope it's not all just drones, but it's Great. still cool. If I hit that, and did you see that? One drone flew over, attacked the target, and came back. Okay, so you can use the drones to do airstrikes. You can order the drones to do airstrike. This is called auto cannon carrier. Well, it's typically different types of weapons. Some people may be so familiar with this. It'd be this. weird if all their weapons are all drones, or well, if there's a weapon type that's drone, and they're just showcasing their abilities. Yeah, it'd be weird if he can't down. if he can't fucking have vehicles. And you can attack Agreed. from. And yeah, if he doesn't have the Olympic gun. Yeah. Above. So. It'd be fucking crazy. Or from. But if this is just the replacement for airstrikes and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be insane. It so seems more, it looks more fun yeah. than some of the, the, the shit he does. Well, some of the wait times screen? on the air, air strikes are pretty long. So. Yeah. There we go, ants. You see the invaders alpha, he does ants. So I'm going to just just throw a grenade and the drone flew over and kill the enemies. That's interesting. interesting. Yeah. And the rest the of the enemies would come. Them, that one, like the tank that you dude, kill them. They didn't show them. With a gun carrier. Well, they haven't shown the. the they hit the target. Wing diver. Yeah, yeah. They skipped over them real quick. But yeah, we have some gameplay. I think I need to get closer so the audience can see this great. It's well. interesting. You have four drones and you're and shooting are, uh, them and they go drones. and attack them. They all flew over to yeah, attack yeah. and it's, they came back really... three, four. Okay, all of them. I'm not opposed to it. I just it's so different. It makes them seem then more combat effective, yeah, in a more straightforward sense. Yeah, they they are pretty slow pace. Well, and they're like really supportive, and they okay, like this, like this you know you gotta wait for the vehicles to be able to drop in, and there's a lot of build up with them. Yeah, so where just having drones that can straight up attack is. It is actually seems, a um, drone user 
a little more effective in just being in combat while still maintaining that they use like gadgets and it has an otter call in shit. functions or um, weapons too well it's really fun to use the drones to kill the enemies sold the sound drop i'm gonna buy the game now I didn't have to see anything. I was sold anyways. Yeah, for sure. They it's can just tell you. About yeah. how to Unless they did something really crazy to the world. game and yeah. just got rid of the core concept, that uh, uh, we'll just buy them. These are essentially dinosaurs for and me. And like this, you can guard. Are those the replacement for the yourself. turret now? So there are drones come over to protect you. So this is huh. kind of a supplement, a support. Here. Yeah, what, what about vehicles? Yeah, where's all the? I mean, like the turret that was even like a you. thing. You threw the briefcase down. The turret case, yeah. You know, so. so now let's get closer to the enemies. Like I'm, I'm definitely cool with uh, the addition of drones, but all I don't right. want them to just Aerator be does not drone. the drone guy. Yeah, yeah. it's so be too much of a change. I have two minutes to go. Like, if they can't bring in, like, tanks and spider bots and, uh, mechs and shit, I'm gonna be fucking not happy. I'm having PTSD with the diagonal roll. Oh, dude, 100%. <laughs> Even the devs do it. How he attacks they design the game and they're like, I'm not moving fast enough. Yeah, roll diagonally. I'm running out Optimal of time. Speed. One minute left. Okay, I'm going to try my best. So or the link roll. Mm-hmm. Here he is. Okay, I'm going to attack them. You can see the drones. They attack the targets where you instructed. The drones are cute and reliable at the same time. I don't know about the cute I don't know what part, to say. It makes you feel like you're, you have a pet. I don't know if I'd call them cute, but if someone called them cute, they'd be like, yeah, I Can guess. Can we continue Maybe. a bit longer? Just a bit longer. Uh, because I want to show some other things that drone can do. Oh, guys, all those fucking crystals you gotta shoot. Yeah. The spawning stations. Yeah. Hate them. Guard drone. I, I want you to try the guard drones. Shit sounds like Can she fucking drank some Z-Quo before she started talking. The red small ones? I appreciate it's they even have interpretations. So. Oh, dude, 100%. Move. Okay. When I first looked up this video, I'm like, oh, damn. That was abrupt. <laughs> that was very fucking abrupt. Um, I just assumed we were going to watch a, a video in Japanese. So yeah, with maybe, sure. maybe subtitles, but yeah, I'm glad they have somebody... Translating. Uh, what do we think? I have questions, but it looks like EDF. Yeah. Um, even if they do completely change it, a part of me is going to be a little disappointed, but I can still play EDF5, right? Mm. So it's not a huge loss. Um, it just needs to, if they're going to make drastic changes like that to Air Raider, it, I, hopefully it feels good is, is all. Um, yeah, and they weren't clear on if that is the only thing or if they're just showcasing, showcasing. new yeah. shit. Yeah, I feel like they were just showing it off because he, he wasn't even shooting his gun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the Ranger looks pretty much the same. Um, yeah. But I have not 100%. played Ranger a whole lot, so I would probably not notice anyways. 
Ranger's nice because it's straightforward. It's just fucking straight up. You're shooting and blowing shit up. And they can run. Yeah. <laughs> Which the run looks a lot. Well, are they doing the run from five? It doesn't even seem like they they are. No, this looks, looks like a normal run. Faster in general. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested in seeing if they if they kept that or not because that felt that didn't feel good in five. I'm glad you could do it for long distance running, but the warm up of starting to run felt like shit. Mm. So. And then yeah, I uh, I'd like to see the two um, classes, but I I shared those videos out there if we were to actually look. But yeah, for the sake of this video, it did kind of suck not being able to see them. Um, it is interesting. It does look like maybe this is a, just a continuation from Five Story, with the world being destroyed like this. Yeah, possibly. Or this is just the map they wanted to use for showcasing. I don't know, but well, and all the games have to do with alien invasions happening and they kind of start from the beginning again and tell a different style story so right this could be a new i mean it could be a continuation from five that'd be interesting but um given the end of 4.1 five is not a continuation no. of it so <laughs> um this could be a new version of the earth already got attacked and you're trying to take it back kind of situation true true which would be interesting so um like we already iterated, I've said it a million times. Fucking, uh, I don't need to be sold on EDF. I love EDF. Um, this quality is fucking garbage. Um, but uh, seeing it was cool. Um, it just made me want to play it. Um, a lot of changes, a lot of stuff that's similar. Um, I, I am left with questions. Um, that I want to know more about. So, um as like what they did with that class and what they've done with the other classes if they're so bold as to do that big of a change with that class and hopefully there is um air raider i keep saying that class uh hopefully there's still vehicles and all the stuff that we're used to with that because it'd be a huge change if they um didn't do that but yeah i mean it's, it's looking like edf and i already want to play it um and i'll buy it fucking day one so um yeah cool to see mm-hmm Anything else? No, I mean, this is obviously this video is for us. This is yeah, yeah. Someone's watching right now, going like, "Why the fuck do you even want to play this?" It's it's a fun game. Um, so yeah, let us know in the comments what do you think of Earth Defense Force Six. Are you interested? Or not interested? What do you think about the changes they've made to the classes? Um, do you know and can clarify um, if uh, Air Raider is still? Uh, like the prior class or is this like a brand new thing that they're doing with the drones um or a little bit of both and uh have you played prior edfs do you like them do you not like them we actually have somebody in our community who does not like these games at all so um which is interesting because it means they hate fun um heard here uh, yeah so uh yeah let's know everything in the comments below last video we got uh we're gonna watch because it was requested of me by a couple people, um, Ghost Recon Frontline full announcement video. This happened on the 5th, and this just goes further into the what the fuck is Ubisoft doing um, question that keeps coming up with all the releases. So I have not watched this video, but I've heard about this game. Ghost Recon Frontline is a battle royale in the Ghost Recon brand. Um, and it's a game that they are going to release, I believe, free to play. And uh, we're going to find out about it. But, um, I mean, mostly this is just... I, this probably just going to annoy me. Because Ubisoft is, outside of Far Cry 6, which is a fun game, um, 
it seems like they're making a lot of mistakes in in what they're doing with their with their branding and what they won't fucking make and I don't know anybody who's looking for a Ghost Recon um Battle Royale especially in 2021 so um got anything to say before we watch this um I thought they made a Battle Royale already Hyperscape Nobody plays it. No one talks about it. Yeah. So they also made a game called X Defiant. Nobody plays. It, no one talks about it. So yeah, that's a, a question mark for me. And I'm I'm for transparency's sake, I don't play a lot of Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, Ghost Recon. This isn't a question as much as like an observation. It's it's has turned into their like. I want to make a game. Let's just slap Ghost Recon on it. It's kind of been that for a long time. They made uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, which was an early mistake in the series. I I didn't really like that too much. But then they made Future Fighter or something like that that had invisibility, which I I fucking hated. Because I'm like, in a game that you're supposed to be like doing these like stealth ops and shit, you're going to give people like OP powers. Um, And then, yeah, they made Wildlands, which I thought was a fun game. It's not the direction I wanted Ghost Recon to go in, but it was fun. But then they made fucking Breakpoint, which they have improved with their ghost mode, or whatever the fuck it's called. But it's it's the wrong direction for Ghost Recon. They're, they've just been bastardizing Ghost Recon for a long time now. Um, yeah. And this is just kind of, at this point, on brand for bastardizing it. So, I mean, you're right in the sense that, yeah, Ghost Recon, they do definitely do a lot more experimentation with. I think it's because it's not as popular Um it just feels like the name has zero identity. Now it doesn't. Yeah, before it did. Before you had uh, Rainbow Six, which was more uh, tactical ops indoors, SWAT team type stuff. Um, and then Ghost Recon was like um, outdoor operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's still that. But they're getting really... They try to turn into a looter shooter and all this shit and kind of followed the far cry formula with uh wildlands and it was a fun game but it's just like it lacked an identity it didn't feel right. like a ghost recon game and then rainbow six i think had a pretty good run for a while and then siege happened and i think siege is an, on brand and all that stuff but because of the success of siege they're not going to fucking make like a rainbow six the way people want it like again i don't think yeah until Siege doesn't do well anymore, and people are just clamoring for like a legit like co-op um, Rainbow Six game. They, they they've tarnished the fucking Tom Clancy name. Yeah, they won't make a Splinter Cell. They'll put Splinter Cell in every game. I'm already bitching. I mean, watch this. I was I, I I suppose I I imagine this is just gonna support what I'm about to say, but it seems like Ubisoft is in its um comfort point. I, I don't know how to word that. Yeah, we got to come up with a word for that because companies do it. Yeah. They get complacent and they're living off of great success. And then they make garbage, garbage, garbage. And lazy. then eventually they piss off their community. Um, and then hopefully they make a comeback. Konami still hasn't done that. They just went real low and then they went, fuck you. Pretty much, yeah. And now they're like, hmm. And then I read occasionally a th- re-releasing I things. read a thing recently. I talked about it earlier that they're they're thinking about bringing some things back. But they also are inviting indie developers for ideas uh, that they might want to do with some of their old brands. 
So they're really like right now in the market for like, hey, somebody can somebody make us money with all these brands we own? They they want to continue capitalizing on their IPs because they obviously were not interested in selling them. Um, but they don't want to pay someone on a Kojima level. They yeah they, they yeah they want to make fucking uh, a shit version of Contra. They want to fucking uh, wipe their ass with Melgar Solid with Melgar Survive. Um, they they don't fucking care. And hopefully, maybe something has changed in the company, and now that they're going, hey, maybe people want to start making games for us again in these brands that are fucking huge and make us so much money. Maybe they're they're reorganized and maybe they're going to attack this in a different way. But with the prior way they're looking at their games, the way they're acting and the way they're unapologetic about fucking just completely wasting these beloved franchises. Um, I have no faith in them. Also, imagine imagine being a, a company that had the ability to make AAA games and publish AAA games. Yep. Um not being interested in doing that in a time where it is the largest entertainment medium in the world. Yeah, I mean that's their mindset is it's like checked out. It's bizarre. It's fucking crazy. Anyways, let's sit watch this. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> this is about a royal. We're gonna watch it. All right. Welcome to Ghost Recon Building. Oh, he's ready for it. Look how excited he is. Hello, ghosts. My name is Razvan, and I'm a community developer at Ubisoft Bucharest. Myself and the team here in Bucharest are excited to finally share what we've been working on for the past three years. Let's take a look. Damn, they put three years into this? They didn't put three years into the camera angles to make it not look like he's reading something, though. I mean, at least it's not uh, neon colored, uh, as they like to say, punk uh, bullshit that Ubisoft loves to fucking do with X to find a game no one fucking cares about. And but how are you gonna fucking make what I would argue at this point being like a more PUBG style battle royale? How are you gonna make that now? I mean, they, they hope, I think this is gonna be better than It's gotta bring something you know, that's gonna be more than For more than to compete against, I would say, Fortnite and Apex. Warzone? Yeah, Warzone is the biggest one. He's gonna go. So one thing that was interesting is you can drop in 
um, stuff like tactical. We hope you enjoyed the trailer and this very first look yeah, at our powers next game. And shit. That's that's interesting. Frontline is a brand new installment in the franchise, the taking building, the though. tactical heritage yeah, that's of Ghost Recon kind of and expanding like upon it with a large-scale PvP experience where you choose how you want to win. Now, I'd like to pass the mic to the rest of the team who are eager to tell you more about our vision behind the project. He definitely is. Yeah. Which, I mean, if if that's what keeps him safe and keeps the information coming out, whatever. Like, it's a nitpick. They just did really bad Seems camera stuff. Personal. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bucharest and the world reveal of a brand new experience in the Ghost Recon universe. I think Bucharest is Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Frontline is Boy, an exciting new addition within the franchise, made. driven by our very personal take on a military authentic massive PvP shooter. We are bringing you a tactical action game with a dynamically evolving pace and freedom of approach at its successful core. Rainbow Six in Ghost Recon Frontline, you are at the heart of the action. Of our and it's up to you to decide how you're going to outthink, outmaneuver, games. and outplay your opponents. They because in this combat zone, this there's too. always more than one like, path to victory. Jumping into the game like, is simple. Just choose a contractor, pick a game mode, and, and get like, to it. Dude, fucking Progression comes from improving your expertise it's with different too, weapons, like, completing objectives, and unlocking new recruits for your team. Contractors will be generated from a pool of various nationalities, military origins, looks, and classes. Each with their own specialization, development paths, and loadouts to benefit your team. The circles Classes that are highly specialized, filling in know, distinct tactical roles. The assault, for example, provides uh, great sustainability in close range fights on and overall proficiency like, in offensive maneuvers. Who aren't in the, loop the, same the support way. class I, can I, offer superior protection I'm, I'm fucking, thanks to their I've fortification abilities like, that will let you defend your position much easier, while the scout can easily recon the area for their team, revealing and pestering your enemies from a distance without fear of reprisals. These are just three examples of what we're planning to be available at launch um, with more to be added and, uh, during seasonal I mean, updates. The it soldiers you choose will radically shape how your team progresses game. and They're accomplishes goals. Uh, no two players will have the same fate, so you must think yeah, fast on your feet that is, and adapt so to the situation at hand. Yeah. Ghost Recon Frontline is about complete strategic freedom. In our flagship mode so called Expedition, players are dropped onto the island of Drakemore in three-person squads, tasked with finding crucial intel scattered across the landscape. Drakemore is a vast open world, filled with distinct okay, so biomes and landmarks to explore. Stuff. That's a good thing, because there'll be more than 100 players active at once, all vying for the same intel. Once you're done collecting, it's time to head to a drop zone and call for an extraction. Now, here's where it gets really tense. Extraction is quite noisy. Every team on the island will see your position a, and will a be rail, for your dude, ride. If they intercept you before you successfully I mean, extract, they can steal it and use it for cheesy, their own. How game, you will right? try the win Sorry. is entirely up to uh, you. Gather intel and extract in a hail of bullets, like, or yeah, line wait for another team's extraction and play the spoiler. This is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the freedom you have in setting your own objectives and shaping the game your way, ensuring that no match will play the same. Frontline is still a Ghost Recon game. 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 Built on its core values. This means it's gameplay, it's all about creating your own solutions to overcome different situations. We've brought it into a first-person perspective to heighten your immersion 
and retailer the core mechanics from the ground up to emphasize reactivity. Everything from the way you move to the way your gun handles feels faster, sharper and more responsive. All of this to provide a seamless and satisfying experience. While Expedition will be our flagship mode and the heart of Frontline, there will be other, more casual options added for those who want to get some quick access, traditional arena shooter experience, or simply test their new ideas for loadout, class composition, or tactical support setup. We'll be rolling out a suite of unique modes to allow players greater variety in gameplay options as our game world evolves with each season. No matter what your preference is, we are committed to making sure this title has something for everyone. As huge fans of PvP shooters, our team knows that creating a balanced and fun experience requires a lot of testing and iteration based on players' feedback. Without your involvement, it simply cannot happen. That's why we don't just want to hear your feedback. We want you to see how it affects our journey to deliver the most polished and entertaining experience possible. You'll be able to put your tactical preparation to the test in Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Frontline soon. Registration for our upcoming tests are now open and I'm thrilled to let you know that many of you will be able to play the game in our European PC Close Test with other platforms to be announced at a later phase. Make sure to sign up to this link to get more info and a at, chance at to play the game. Fucking, Keep in uh, mind, taken, like, Frontline is still in early like, development, um, PBE, but because of this, you, the players, have a chance to shape the experience before its final release. So, if you want to help decide the direction for this exciting new chapter experience. in the Ghost Recon yeah. saga, be sure to sign it's up ridiculous. for the upcoming Close Test. There will be plenty more from Ghost Recon Frontline in the coming months. So for all the latest news and details, make sure to follow our social channels and share your Imagine excitement with the community game and, and the team. Soft release, That's like, all for now, ago, but we'll have more updates Royale, coming your way in the very like, near future. We hope you enjoyed what you've seen so far and we can't wait to show you more so of Ghost failures. Recon Frontline. And Make once sure again, we wish you all a happy 20th anniversary, Ghost Royale. Thanks for watching and see you all very soon. Quick. Um, what do we think? Um, so I'm the wrong person it, for multiple reasons <laughs> for this. Um, I don't like Battle Royals. I don't like um, most Ubisoft games, to be honest, because I'm not the audience. It has nothing to do with quality, though lately that could be argued. But in general, um, they don't make games for me. Um, so I don't pay a lot of attention to their games anyways. Uh the thing I'm seeing here is it feels like they're like three, four years behind. It's really weird. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I, I, I kind of wanted to say is I think it's also kind of weird that EA, who has not said a whole lot lately, um, has more exciting stuff coming than Ubisoft right now. Yeah, and maybe there's a fucking really weird. Maybe there's a shift happening. So we're getting a dead space from EA. Well, and Bioware is keeping their mouth shut, working on a bunch of games. Yeah, it's 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 really weird, and that that obviously came to their wallet got hit hard enough finally. Yeah. Um, and public reception was reflecting their their the money. They're well, making. I'm sure shareholders were were pissed because they're they're constantly like under. Not them personally, but like the the their investment was constantly 
under negative. Well, I think Anthem was the big hit. Well, yeah, and service games, I'm sure, are not cheap. <laughs> no. They have to be successful because you want constant income coming from them. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just it's a little um, weird to see, and and for multiple reasons. And you're gonna have a lot more like deep things to say about this. Obviously, I've already said my piece, but yeah. But um, they already made a battle royale. It's the same company, man. They've already made one, and instead of like trying to advertise or make adjustments to that, I mean, I don't hear about it, which is not good. It it feels abandoned. So, I don't know. They talk about uh, Siege at every event possible. Um, I support the crap out of that game. Hell, they even still talk about For Honor sometimes. Uh, that rarely. That Battle Royale literally doesn't exist. And now they're already trying to replace it. And uh, sadly, not crazy to think that a Far Cry or even an Assassin's Creed Battle Royale could exist because they or just... Or the did... Far Cry survival game that possibly has been rumored. Yeah, they just, it, it, they're just they throwing things out there and hoping one sticks. That's what it feels like. Yeah. That's what, that's what it fucking feels like with Ubisoft lately. It seems like they're just hoping something's going to catch on. I think they want another Siege. Yeah. Because Siege was a fucking really good idea. I... I stopped playing it early on because fucking the community sucked. And uh, I don't know it, it, the, the amount of operators they kept adding. And I, they said early on, they're going to add like 80 of them or some shit, but um, started to make the game um, feel kind of more wacky, I guess. Balance is going to be real rough. But like the idea of having these like small skirmishes in, uh, you know, fucking hallways and destructible walls and shit is like people are still not doing that it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy no one's tried to at least copy them um because it's like the it's the one thing that people are still playing a shitload of uh from ubisoft outside of assassin's creed which is something they're already starting to fuck with um so anyway i think they want another siege i think they want another game that they can fucking advertise uh do you know um competitive stuff with um get constant fucking uh uh monetization from um yeah and it's just bizarre because they have all these properties and they're just turning them all into fucking online free to play games as a service games um they're they're going to ruin the identity of these games until uh they'll get dragged for too long and they finally go like, here's the game you've been waiting for. We have to go through this fucking process to get to that point, though. Like, we're going to get a Splinter Cell eventually, I assume. Um, but we're not getting it now. And fucking... Um, I don't know. My my brain's all over the fucking place. Because, like, it, it's just ridiculous. Fucking Splinter Cell, they won't make. Um, eventually they will, but right now they're not for whatever fucking reason. They're not, they don't make a fucking single player cooperative stealth game because it's not going to make the same money siege. Uh, they won't make a new rainbow six, uh, or even make like a more traditional rainbow six because fucking siege is too popular. Ghost recon, they just keep fucking with and try and turn into a looter shooter when they ever got the fucking, the division, which I like the division one and two. Um, I think two is really good. Um, you don't need another one. You already have it. Um, and then, yeah, they're just fucking throwing battle royales out there. And be like, well, one of these be as good as a fucking Warzone, please. 
as good as Fortnite? No, dude, you're late. You can't you can't just hop in. You need some kind of revolutionary idea. I mean, that Warzone even broke in is kind of crazy. It's Call of Duty. Um, and has that Call of Duty fucking tightness to the combat. Um, but yeah, you gotta bring something. Hyperscape didn't have shit. Fucking this ain't gonna do bring shit. Oh man, it's just so annoying. They have so many properties I fucking love. Well, and the worst part, I think, when it comes to Ubisoft, um, and they already were kind of bad about it anyways, is everything they make is just homogenized. Um, yeah. You know, you were kind of getting that anyways, where I'm like, you know, Assassin's Creed and Far Cry both have similar systems yep. and, and whatever. Um, well, Wildlands. Yeah, it's, it's just the Ubisoft systems, yeah. right? Um, and it just seems like they just are, are going to continue leaning into that homogenization because... What they're looking for is the secret sauce. What works, yeah, exactly. They're not looking to make yeah. games. They're making. They're trying to make the 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 essentially the ATM machine for them. Yeah. So, um, and that uh, sucks. Um, you know, I hate to to bring it up again, but it's the same problem everyone's having with Blizzard right now. Is they don't feel like they want to make video games. They feel like they want to make a, a thing that you'll give them money for. Yep. So. Nintendo did that. Square Enix did that. Fucking Capcom did that. Konami gave up. Fucking uh, Bethesda uh, has done it. Um, Bioware was falling into that trap. Um, So it happens to everybody. It's just really frustrating because like Ubisoft's just doing all at once. Just fucking we don't want to make anything you guys want. We're trying to get something that you're going to fucking pour your money into. And uh, it's not this. I'm gonna try this for sure. It looks more interesting than Hyperscape, but like I don't, I don't give a fuck about battle royales because the progression's bullshit. It's not interesting to me. I don't give a fuck about cosmetics. Um, I don't give a fuck about being number one in a game that like being number one doesn't mean shit outside. Of you can tell somebody that fucking you won uh, a match in a battle royale. Like it's all superficial bullshit. It doesn't matter. Like it's just chasing the dragon. Yeah, and then every once in a while going like, well, I got 10 bucks, I could throw it in here. Well, I got 15 bucks, I could throw it in here. I have five bucks. What's the mobile game mentality? Yeah, so. yeah, it's just it's just fucking garbage. And I, I, I defend Battle Royales. I think, you know, people who enjoy them, I've enjoyed a couple. Uh, makes sense to me, but at the same time, like... Like I said, if unless you're bringing something to it, it's fucking, it's, it's over at this point. Like... Well, the crappy part about it too is like I understand I don't agree with, but I understand the the appeal of to bring up the mobile game thing again. Those mm. those game like mobile games make so much money. So much money. It like for minimal development. It dwarfs triple A development. Yeah. Um if you ever get a chance to check out how much money a mobile game makes, it's insane. Yeah. I understand that 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 chasing that. But stop using established ISPs for it. Make something new. Yep. Experiment there. Well, it's the same and fucking keep problem. Keep your loyalty, uh, your loyal people where they're at. Because what you're doing is you're long term losing um, uh, respect and and reputation. And you're destroying the brand you're trying to milk. Like for the long term, it's it's. It's the same shit in fucking Hollywood, dude. Like, people don't come up with their own shit. They just fucking take a character that exists, change it up in some way that they think is going to appease somebody else, or they fucking just reboot something over and over and over again. Um, these are just cheap and lazy ways to make some money off people who are willing to take the risk to go, 
Oh, maybe it's interesting. I remember that. I liked that. Maybe this is cool. It's 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 um it's it's just lazy and just shows a, a lack of respect for your um player base. Mm. Especially when anybody who grew up playing fucking Ghost Recon, you're not getting those games anymore. So you're not appealing to those fucking people. Uh, Rainbow Six, anyone who's into multiplayer, you might have appealed to them. You did to me for a little bit. But anybody who likes like those old school, even the Vegas series, we're not getting those fucking games anymore. So that series is goddamn dead to us at this point. Uh, Splinter Cell, they won't make it. Uh, so fucking no one's getting those games. Um so they're, they're, they're essentially with all the shit, and we'll see what they do with Assassin's Creed, they're abandoning, and they already have, anyone who these brands fucking matter to. They're just trying to get people who are willing to, I mean, probably kids. I hate when people are like, oh, only kids play Battle Royale, everyone plays them. But they're appealing to younger people because they don't got fucking funds. You can just download the game and play it. Yeah, it's hard to say, like, you can't like point the finger battle royales. The the factor is it's a free game. Yeah, just like mobile, a lot of kids play mobile yeah. fucking games, um, and they have transactions you can do through your, um, you know, AT and T or Verizon or whatever, and then your parents get to get pissed at you because well, you fucking bought a bunch of shit. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of adults who work forty, you know, hour work weeks also play free to play games. Yeah, and have expendable income to dump into them yep. so the, you can't yeah not they're definitely not just aiming at kids adults have more money so. for sure oh yeah, yeah yeah that's where the money's at but you need people to play your game yeah to have people keep coming and playing it so it's it's win-win having free to play because you get a a, a free and easy community yeah, I will say if I, I learned anything from my my stint in in even gotcha games your your whales are typically your People who make 100K, like those are your whales usually. Yeah. So they. Yeah, if you have an excess of money, fucking, yeah. you're not going to care about fucking dumping money into a game like that. Or it's just a, a, a person who makes that on their own. They don't. Mm-hmm. And the, so the income, they're working too much to do anything. And so the income goes into the game they play. Yeah. So, anyways, it's the turn into a tangent. Yeah, this is turning into a whole thing. I, uh, I, I'm not interested in this game. I mean, I'll, I'll try it out when it comes out. It's going to be free to play, so I have nothing to lose. But um, I, it doesn't look like anything that I'm interested in, specifically for the brand. It feels like a bastardization, like the rest of the things they're doing with uh, Ubisoft properties. Uh, they're tarnishing Tom Clancy um, uh, as a brand for their games. Um, they're showing that they are going all in on the online shit and the free-to-play stuff, um, trying to get that money. I don't respect that. Um, I don't like the direction Ubisoft is going in. Far Cry 6 is fun. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla I play a little bit of, but I've mostly heard people fucking really like it. So, so far those are safe for now. Um, but we'll see what the fuck happens with those. Outside of that, it seems like all their all their brands um, are all being locked into um, how, can we, how can we make the most amount of money from people, um, which sucks. So... Um, it's gonna be a while until I get a good um, Ubisoft game. They gotta go through the the backlash phase before uh, they come back. But they're they're going in that direction very fucking fast, like faster than most 
developers or or publishers. So the, the, I mean, they've always been fast though. Anytime yeah. people complain, they were fast to change things. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's uh, it is disappointing, even from someone who like doesn't really play their IPs that often. So yeah, it's it's fucking stupid. Um, anything else? Mm-mm. All right, let's know in the comments what do you guys think about uh, Ghost Recon Frontline. Uh, are you excited to play it? You're not excited to play it. Uh, are you excited for a new battle rail? Do you not give a fuck about that? Uh, what do you think about Ubisoft and the state of what they're doing with their properties? Are you happy with the direction they're going? Um, would you prefer them going a different direction? Uh, perhaps are you one of those people like me who wants a Splinter Cell or like a cooperative tactical Ghost Recon or a cooperative tactical uh, Rainbow Six? Um anything like that or uh are you stoked about the free play games let us know in the comments below everything you're thinking about uh frontline and everything else we watched and we are not going to why is it not pausing uh frontline's forever we are not going to be doing uh our replying to your comment segment just because of the time that we were in quarantine and that coinciding with um our game of the month voting that was primarily the comments we got i'm not going to go through and read you guys's votes we've already covered that and uh you know grant that's auto online is our winner in case you don't know um but we did get a couple comments uh pretty much well wishing uh hoping that we're doing good during that time i just want to say to all of you that uh you know we're thinking about us and hoping we're doing well we really appreciate it thank you for your concern we're doing great we're super healthy now everything's awesome um back to being tired but but yeah just back to (laughs) back to normal but uh i just want to say thank you for everybody who uh commented about that um you know things weren't super serious but it was you know sketchy to have that uh situation going on and uh, the new bug is very very appreciated um but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast episode 149, yep. right? Uh, as always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check out our socials and our uh, stream links down below. Um, we have Discord. Talk to us anytime, all, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us, especially when we have episodes that are three and a half hours long. Maybe you want to listen to that over on uh, your favorite podcast website. Go do that. And we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel, more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. I've been Seth. This has been Chevy. We've enjoyed having this conversation with you guys. Make sure to comment. And until the next episode, which will be most likely at the very latest this upcoming weekend because we're trying to get back on normal schedule. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.